This is Ben from Goat Whore. This is Sammy from Goat Whore. And you're listening to the Phantasm Podcast. This is Reggie Bannister from Phantasm. And you're listening to the Phantasm Podcast with an F with Corey and Vincent. <laughs> Hottest love. Hey, this is Chris Barnes from Six Feet Under. You're listening to Corey Gorechrist and Dr. Vincent West on the Phantasm Podcast. Phantasm. You're listening to the Phantasm Podcast. Keep listening, or I'll kill you. What the fuck is up, and welcome to the Phantasm Podcast. I am Corey Gorkreis. With me, Dr. Vincent West. We're here again. Here we are. There's a beautiful picture on the screen, and it's probably giving the movie away, but it's alright. Uh, I want that picture in my fucking room. Uh, signed photo of Sammy Kerr, which is awesome. Did you when we when we first met? Did you did you not think it was cool that that was my name on like everything? Yeah, you were Sammy Kerr. It's awesome. I still am. has a beautiful uh, calendar of Judas Priest, and we already got a good movie going here. Uh, anthrax t shirt. Yep, Anthrax uh, hamster food. Yep. Um, you know who that is? Is that Talaker? You can back that up a minute and pause it, see if you can tell who it is. There's another anthrax there. Yeah, that's cool. That's actually a cool poster. It's old school. It's like an Aussie. What's that? Here's okay. the priest and all that. Now, I want you to look at this. Like, I think you can get this. We'll get to the film in a minute, folks. We're right. having some fun here. Sorry, we, we're right into the movie here. Oh, that's Kiss. No. It's no, Lizzie Borden. It's look. Lizzie. Oh, yeah. You see him? That's him with the okay. Lizzie. See the ZZ? Yeah, I'm an idiot. No, okay. you're good. It's that's anyway. a weird one. Um, we have our Halloween episode for you guys. Uh, last year we had Miguel Nunez from Return of the Living Dead. Um, this year we have something really special. We have our boys and goat whore on the show, Ben and Sammy. Um, interviewed them on their Venom Inc. tour. Uh, interview number here, two. Here our interview with, with Mantis and Abaddon. We gave them Return of the Living Dead, so it's kind of around the same realm of where we were at last year on movies. This is awesome. Um, ben and Sammy, it's always a fun time to talk to those guys. Um, yeah, we can get Vengeful Ascension out now on Metal Blade Records. It's a killer fucking album. Um, we love it to death. Um, go see them on tour. They're doing a ton of touring right now for that. They just wrapped up their tour with Venom Inc. and Toxic Holocaust and... Now they are about to hit the road with uh, on certain dates with uh, 1349. Mm-hmm. And then you can see them at OzFest meets NotFest, and they are on the NotFest part this year. Mm-hmm. So, um, But the film we got, man, this in there, you got the, the Lizzie Borden uh, right there. And the, the rock in this movie is so awesome. So um, there's really good music in here. You and me tell them what we're watching. Um, <laughs> yeah, we still have it. <laughs> You, no, you're good. You're plugging. The, you're building this up. Do you, it, do you it, guys, it. you got. I mean, obviously, you see the poster. You already know, but for the those of you that just know, keep going. Uh, I love this intro. You're building this up. This is this deserves all the building up. In it the does. World. This movie's fucking amazing. It's, it's a Halloween movie. 
uh, Fastway, an amazing fucking one of the best music soundtrack, movie soundtracks ever made. One of the best heavy metal soundtracks ever made. Um, whether you're a Fastway fan or a fucking Dropkick Murphys fan, whatever. Uh, wow, I mean, the music itself is essential for this time of year. Um, it's a perfect representation of high school life for a, for a metal kid in the '80s. Um, the kid looks like fucking Corpse Grinder. I think it's hysterical. Um, or he looks like young Glenn Danzig or something. It's crazy. They they picked a a metal kid, and um, you know this movie also features uh, Gene Simmons as a fucking DJ, which is awesome, and uh, an appearance by Ozzy Osbourne, which is cool too. Um, so yeah, the the movie Doctor. <laughs> Raising spirits from the dead by incantations, right? <laughs> I did that by playing a record backwards. These evil people have just got to be stopped. What have you done to your stereo? I wanted the new one. Trick or Treat, rated R. Starts Friday, October 24th at theaters everywhere. And I, the one thing I hate, I like that Trick or Treat movie, but if you look up this movie, that other one shows up, and it's really annoying. So, um. it is annoying because this this is this is this is Trick or Treat. But this was known as uh, originally as Ragman. Correct. Which this this Blu-ray, which is awesome, it shows the original intro where it's Ragman. Well, no, this was Ragman in Journey. It was always Trick or Treat in America. That's what I'm saying. It's got the Ragman intro, which is awesome. It, well, yeah, it is. it's cool because it's the German version of it. Yeah. But, but it's the same, this is from same kind of film that I can tell. MSM? What's the... Make this a lot easier for you. And this is... Um, this is an official release. Yeah, NSM Records, as we put this out. Which, there's a lot of different versions of this that are out. This is not the boot. I personally... No, I, I personally there think is it's a, a boot crime version. that this is not on... Uh, Scream Factory or Arrow or fucking Vestron. This feels like a Vestron title. It does. But you know who I actually think will end up getting this? No. Either Arrow or Scream Factory. And uh, Mark Price, who is the our uh, protagonist, Eddie. Yep. Family Ties. He was from Family Ties. Yeah, Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Hasn't really done a lot since this, I don't think. Um, let's see. He was on... Sp- Fox Sports Live. Can you give me an English audio? Fox track? Sports. You want to do a check on the audio? Oh, let me see. I just want that way if we want it. Smelling it to me. Yep. <laughs> we're good. Yeah, we're good. Um. Tonight, our it's cool. He's got his fucking Sonny Walkman. He's going to make this song. They're about to talk. They're about to have quotes with him. And then he. You know. Of course, we actually, uh, since it's a German, we have the American audio, the English audio, but we we do not have the subtitles. So it's all in Un Flaken Frieben. It's all in German. So. Look at that Halloween fest. Yeah. Yeah, this is a perfect Halloween movie. How awesome would it be to have Mark Price and Tony Fields? Well, Tony Fields died, didn't he? I don't think so. 
I'm pretty sure he's not dead. I googled him a while back. Maybe he is. 95. He died in 95? He's been dead. No shit. Sammy Kerr is deceased. What the hell was I looking at? Maybe I looked up Mark Price. He was in the Beat It and Thriller videos, and he was a choreographer. That's insane. It might not be the same one. Here you go. If you were a parent, would you want your kid growing up around rock music? Rock music, finding was that kind of value. Mm-hmm. Growing up around politics, politicians, and those guys. Mr. Curtis, what I'm saying is you cannot legislate morality. Mr. Curtis, there is no people. This is, this is little Vincent West watching his hero watch. Down. <laughs> you missed it. Victim of a hotel fire. Dead. Have I love that right there. Yeah, he died in 95. Look, look at that Defenders of the Faith cassette. Look. Yeah. Defenders oh, yeah. of the Faith cassette. Yeah, it's nasty. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Tony Fields is, is dead. That's crazy. But Mark Price is still good. We can get Eddie on there. Are you kidding me? I'd love that. Jersey kit, you know. We got Ra- Eddie Ragman Weinbauer. Okay, now I want you to really look at Eddie a minute. Who does he look like that we're friends with? Because it's actually funny. Shout out the devil. Hey, Yens. <laughs> I don't think he looks like Yens. I think he looks like Glenn Danzig or Young Corpse Grinder or something. I think it's funny. Like the short. Yeah. No, that's wrong. I think it's funny. It's George. <laughs> you Ragman, Ragman Fisher. Yeah. And there's Gene Simmons. Awesome. What? We didn't even announce the film. We're still leaving everyone hanging. This is Trick or Treat from 1986. The real Trick or Treat, not the uh, the new one. Yeah, not that. Uh, that has nothing to do with it. Anthology shit turd. Um, but 1986. Let's do the movies. You know how we do it here. A lot of good ones for 86. We've done it several times, but we're gonna grab the audio on this real quick before you start. If you don't care. But we do it every time. We got to do the the years here and keep you. This is also the story of Dr. Vincent West, this whole movie. Kind of. 
started to believe in his own hype. You know, that's me too. I started believing in my own hype. Mm-hmm. It's funny because whenever watch first here, watch. Look at this place. You believe it? Nothing ever works. I love this right here. I guess I'm That was it. The last render of the current legacy. They tried the banner. They couldn't stop them. He's in here. Midnight. Halloween. That was Sammy's idea. Why is it so heavy? It's an acetate. A studio demo. Eddie, what you got in your hands right there is the only copy in the world. It's the only time you'll ever see Gene Simmons give something away. I would have loved to have met him back then. Yeah. I mean, he looks cool. I think they fucked up. I think they should have had the makeup on back in the late 80s, honestly. I do too. And I think when they were done, they should have just stopped. I don't want to meet him now. He's like fat and bald. (laughs) I mean, seriously. Um, All right. Movies of 86. We got some good ones. Uh, we got The Money Pit, Tom Hanks and Shelley Long. A comedy film. Let's see. We got Running Scared with Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines. Uh, so we got more, more cheesy comedies. We got About Last Night, James Belushi... Rob Lowe. Got Raw Deal, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, The Golden Child, Eddie Murphy. We got Cobra, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Got Three Amigos, Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, and Martin Short. It's a classic. Uh, The Color of Money. Got Back to School, Rodney Dangerfield. Got Howard the Duck, George Lucas. Probably, well, I'll save that one for a second. Uh, Karate Kid 2. Got Short Circuit, love that movie. Uh, Crocodile Dundee. We got Stand By Me, which I don't know why people still watch. Uh, We got Star Trek 4, Voyage Home. Uh, Pretty in Pink, some John Hughes. Uh, we got Labyrinth, which is the um, David Bowie classic. We got Platoon, which is one of my favorite films. Um, it's a great movie. It is. Uh, another one of my favorite films, this is probably one of the Doctor's favorites of the year, is uh, Top Gun. <coughs> uh, the Transformers movie. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Now this right here, oh, Flight of the Navigator, that's a good one. Um, 
This is a this is a Doctor West classic from '86. Blue Velvet. That is me. That's a Doctor classic, and uh, probably <clears throat> my favorite film that isn't horror. Well, now there's two more. There's my favorite from '86, which is Highlander. Love it. You know I love Highlander. Oh, it's great. And then last but not least, I don't know, most people would... What did you say my favorite from 86 was, Top Gun? Blue Velvet. Oh, okay. It's probably not, I think this next one is probably more your favorite. Uh, yeah, true. This would be the last one? No, well, besides this one. And at, uh... Well, I didn't do this on the last one, but I'm not dropping the ball again on this one at, uh... Oh, God damn it. At, uh... See, we're at... God damn it. Where am I at? 15 minutes and... Eight seconds. You'll just skip along there, and you got uh, Mr. Skinless is in the house. We got the the late night pool party going, and we got plenty of titties to go around for the audience. So uh, grab some popcorn, sit back, and enjoy the fresh, hot, wet tits. There you go. Thanks. Um, last but not least, for the regular movies, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, it's a great movie. And then we'll move on to horror. You got uh, the Doctor's favorite horror movie of all time from 86, which is uh, David Cronenberg's The Fly. Yeah, that's <laughs> not true. Which is actually the, st- the story of my cat when she turns into a larvae. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Um, speaking of which, we got, we got, by the way, we got great horror in 86. 86, I think we've said it every time we've done it, 86, so it's probably the best, one of the best years for horror. Uh, we got Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Um, one of the best Stephen King movies ever made, and they need to make a fucking Blu-ray of it. Uh, Maximum Overdrive, Great movie. it's nasty. Um, another good one. See Thomas Howell, The Hitcher. This movie's fucking nasty. Um, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, another nasty one. Um, one that we've done on here, Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. Jason Lives. Um, Chopping Mall, which is on our chopping list and we need to go ahead and put that up that's uh, our Blood Red Throne Burn episode we had a lot of fun sorry I'm just looking up music for music. my favorite trauma movie class of Newcomb High uh, Poltergeist 2 the other side <laughs> doctor didn't laugh at that one no I think it's funny um, Witchboard which I mentioned on the last episode definitely another Halloween film you guys need to check out uh, Little Shop of Horrors, which the doctor told me, expressed on the last episode, he just loves that film. Um, he watches it every Halloween. <laughs> Not really. It's, it's it's a good cast. I'll probably never watch it for another, like, 12 years, whenever I, you know. I have, Last time I watched it was on VHS in upstate New York. Um, but I watched Little Shop of Horrors a couple nights ago, and, you know, Bill Murray's the best part about that film. Um, you got Psycho 3. Come on, Doctor. Any feedback on these? Which one? Any of them. I need the yeah. Or the no. Love it. Yeah. Rocky, Rocky I mean, uh... <clears throat> I want to talk about that. I'm, 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 you know... Psycho 3. That's 86? Yep. Yeah, that's one of my favorites from that year. Uh, Dead End Drive-In. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, Vamp, which a lot of people Love like that, that movie. Love that movie. Robert yeah. Rustler, man. Yeah. Um, 
It's a popular one. Uh, troll. Let's see. This troll's a big one, I guess. Um, Dead Time Stories. Which is one I'll be watching this season. We got Deadly Friend. Which that's uh, a Wes Craven. It's a great Wes Craven movie. Also coming from Warner Archive. All right. Uh, one of the Doctor's favorites, The Wraith, which is actually a favorite of yours. It's a huge. It's a good one. On. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, one of my favorites, Doctor can't can't deal with it. I love it. Terror Vision, love it. It's fucking stupid. I love that movie. It is. It's it's, it's really ridiculous. It's fun though. No, you're good. You're it's good. almost like a. I'm not, surprised you don't own that. I mean, I that's what got me into buying. Oh, this is hang on, nasty right here. Did you see those priests burning and shit in the room with him? Oh, this movie's fucking insane. See, I was never scared of this kid. I thought it was cool. I related to Eddie in the film, even though I, I was never picked on, but I understood. I had Remember, we got this coming up, too, that you, me, and Abgarab. Yeah, Abgarab. <laughs> you, me, Is that on this right here? No, it's when he stops it and rewinds, and it's like uh, you, me, Nab, Garrow. <laughs> <laughs> is it right here? Here it is. This movie—if you guys have never seen this—just steal it because yeah. it doesn't exist. Just steal the motherfucker, or get this German it. one from eBay. Yeah, here we go. I think it's later. I don't want to miss that scene because it's actually funny. You, me, Nabgarum. <laughs> he keeps trying to rewind it and hear him talk. Um, See, if I put a legal version set, I'd just call it You, Me, and Nabgarum. We got demons too. Um. You, me, Nabgarum. <laughs> <laughs> April like Fool's Day. Uh, critters. I'll save the best for last. Here we go. In order of what I think is good. You ready? For my weird order? I already did Friday the 13th, so that's out of the picture here. You gotta put that one. I already I already told it, though. But this is my last three. I saved the three that I like right now for last. You love that movie. You I love, love Friday the 13th Part 6. You but I'm gonna that. do this. This is the new revised. Since <clears> I already <throat> said I kind of fucked up the, the list, so I'm gonna go this way. I gotta get the music ready. Okay. Last three on the list for 86. Aliens. Night of the Creeps. Night of the Creeps is a great film. I love it. And the final one for me. That's uh, Fred Decker, isn't it? It is. It's good stuff. Um, and no, the final for 86 for my favorites for horror. From Beyond. Oh, God. It's such a good movie. Nasty. A lot of sci-fi horror <clears> stuff. A lot of space shit going on in 86. Because you had Critters, The Fly, Night of the Creeps... We've done it from beyond before, but this aliens. Is, this is good stuff. No, oh, it's a great year for horror, man. It, it, it was a great year for sci-fi horror. It really was. And uh, this film, though, Trick or Treat, is just—I mean, this is top-tier stuff, and it's gets bigger and better every time you watch it. It's just a good movie. Um, but yeah, that comprises the '86 list. So uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun doing this, and uh, this this is a good, good film. <clears throat> I watched it fairly recently because this is a German yeah, we're gonna print. Do, we're going to do the albums now. And uh, the doctor brought it over and we just <clears> fucking watched it one night. It's awesome. That looks like my friend Sean. That's really funny. 
Okay, you ready? A shout out to Sean, wherever the fuck you are, Boston, Nashville, somewhere. He's around that area. <clears throat> and I am drinking. Uh, actually busted the, the drink out for this. We have Captain Morgan's Jack-A-Blast, which is uh, pumpkin spice rum, which most people are probably puking or uh, pressing the stop button on their computer or iPod, uh, iPhone, whatever <laughs> you got. They're like he's Captain Halloween Sparrow. <laughs> They're like Gore Christ, seriously, gross. I drank some of it. It's weird. I really like <clears> it. <throat> you know, it's festive, and this is a Halloween movie, so we're gonna drink Halloween style. So, and here's some records for you. We have courtesy of uh, Nuke over here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm Nuke tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, Metallica Master Puppets, Slayer, Red and Blood. Right off the bat. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Is this the app gear up? Sorry. This is it. No, you're good. I'll hide you caught it. What do you think? Well, it's loud, fast, and thrashing. <laughs> what do you think a fan has in podcast? Fan has in podcast is loud, fast, and thrashing. We are. I think it's your ordinary run of the mill back mass message, just like you did on Fuck with Fire. See, that's me in the movie. Tortures too kind. Tortures too kind. He's me in that movie, and you're Eddie. Well, you're really Sammy. It's loud, fast, and thrashing. That's Yens. That's Yens. And that's you. And I'm Sammy Kerr. She goes, it's loud, fast, and thrashing. It's loud, fast, and air. And he has to name all the record names because he knows everything like a book. First time ever. No, no, that is not a coincidence. Eddie, Eddie, friend. You have fallen for the biggest gimmick in the record. We're fast, loud, and air. Can you rewind this? So that is the end. Rewind. I love Reese's Cycle. Like, like he did with Fuck With Fire, Burning Metal, and Torture's Too Kind. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> it is just funny. Okay, here we have Corey and Wheelchair Fucker at Corey's house. That's not the Ab Garrop thing. He does it again, I guess. It's lighter. So, what do you think? Well, it's loud, fast, and thrashing. <laughs> a little bit short on the melody, but... No, no, Roger, the message! Come on, man, what do you think? Well, I think it's your ordinary run-of-the-mill back mass message, just like you did on Fuck With Fire, Burning Metal, and uh, Torture's Too Kind. Come on, now, this is not... The Torture's Too Kind is, is a cool name. It is. Is it just me or is that not a cool It's a Sammy Kerr. They, they should have made like a full album. Corey and I are going to have a, a new wave of British heavy metal style band called Tortures Too Kind. Yeah. It almost sounds like an overkill record, but. I like it. Oh, the killing kind, but. Um, they they should have, you know, I love the fast way to the soundtrack, but it wouldn't have been cool if they did like a, you know, like a. Ooh. Our neighbors are. Uh, are they mating? No, they're. <laughs> I don't know. I think they are. I think it's like mimic upstairs. They're just like no, she was, She's like. <clears throat> she was. She was just like put it at me. Oh. Yeah, they're mating. I don't know. They're usually beating the shit out of each other. And, um, anyway, there's people practicing near our, near our recording studio. <laughs> we always hear them going like. Um, I think it would have been cool if they did. You know, like a in-universe like pseudo soundtrack for this where it was Sammy Kerr like at his actual record I thought it, that would have been cool 
kind of like how they did Dangerous Toys on Shocker. You know, they made that super group with uh, Kane and, um, what was that, Paul Stanley, and they did... Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about... Um, the fuck's their name? Dudes of Wrath. Yeah, Dudes of Wrath. You know, I thought that was cool. It was like the band within the band. Okay, we're, we're going to start doing something a little different. Hang here. on, wait, is this it? Yes. This is it. This is the Ab Garup thing. You guys are like, what the fuck is Ab Garup? Here it is. They keep talking about Ab Garup. Well, here's Ab Garup. You're gonna wake up when they get a text from me. It's like you and Abgarum. That's so funny. That's our new code thing. You and Abgarum. Well, there you go. We're actually gonna get a Sammy Kerr plug, and it's just gonna be like, "This is Abgarum." You're listening to Fantastic. It's you and me, Abgarum. I want that poster though. That Sammy Kerr poster. It's cool as shit. Okay, I'm I'm a little blown away right now. I've I've looked this up three or four times, and I know this album came. out. I'm gonna have to start using a different list. Okay, we're doing albums of '86. Do you know what's missing off this list? And I, which to me is criminal. Mm-hmm. And I'm making it the number one album of the year just on the fact that it's not listed in this list, and it is not here. You want to list other stuff and then save that for the last thing? I can, but I, it pisses me off that that it's not in this in this search. Well, yeah, let's just save it, build it up, and we'll get to it. All right. Well, first of all, it's 86, so the Top Gun soundtrack was huge. Of course. Van Halen's 5150, the first album mm-hmm. with Sammy Hagar on lead vocals, and then David Lee Roth put out Eat em and Smile. Oh, man. But this is what pisses me off. I'm going to double-check it real quick. Actually, I'll, I'll do that late while I'm doing this list. So you got uh, Kill 'Em All, or excuse me, uh, uh, <laughs> Master Puppets from Metallica, which I saw them on that tour. Yeah, that's good stuff. Um, you've got Slayer, Ren, and Blood. You got Iron Maiden, Somewhere in Time. You got Pleasure to Kill from Creator. You've got Destruction, Eternal Devastation. You've got King Diamond, Fatal Portrait. You have Queen's Rock, Rage for Order. You have Flotsman Jets and Doomsday for the Deceiver. You have Morbid Visions from Metal Church. Or excuse me, Morbid... I, I was looking at two things, I'm sorry. Sepultura. Morbid Visions from Sepultura. The Dark from Metal Church, which is my favorite Metal Church album. It is the best one. Rat, Dancing Undercover. Um, Voivod Roar. Game Over from Nuclear Assault. Oh, yeah. Um... Possessed Beyond the Gates, Black Sabbath Seven Star, Constrictor from Alice Cooper, Motorhead Orgasmatron, Quiet Riot QR3, Dark movie. Angel Darkness Descends, which is a oh, great yeah. album, Wasp Inside the Electric Circus, Judas Priest Turbo, Europe The Final Countdown, Exciter Unveiling the Wicked, 
Dio Intermission, Keel, The Final Frontier, which is the best and only Keel album, Trick or Treat, the soundtrack to this film we're watching right now from Fastway, and then my number one album, and I cannot believe it is not on this list. Actually, it is. It's at the very bottom. It was hidden. The My favorite album from 86. Hands down. Ozzy Osbourne Ultimate Sin. Oh, yeah. Forget it. Forget it. That album gets better just, and better. Just too. forget it. That That record... I don't know why he's disowned that. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you noticed what he's wearing right there. He's wearing a goddamn alternative tentacles Jello Biafra's record label T-shirt. Wow, that's what that. That's bat digging is. deep, man. And we just did the. Uh, that's good stuff. Dead Kennedys. That's crazy. yeah. And actually, when people listen to the the Venom interview we did, apparently they're they're good friends with with Jello. With Jello, yeah. Because Jello knows good music. He does. <clears throat> And he inspired a lot of stuff like Slayer and, you know, believe oh, it or yeah. not, all that punk stuff. I mean, he's... Well, and they were, they, were doing, they were doing stuff around the time Jello was coming up with the crazy stuff. He Another does. good thing, too, um, <clears throat> and maybe this stems back to Following Roots or uh, maybe Return of Living Dead, you know, the episode we did with Venom. Um, around this time of year, I, I think punk is a good thing to listen to around Halloween because it's... It's faster music, and they, you know, like horror punk, and there's, um, whatever they call it, like a, I don't know what it's called, dead rock or whatever it is. You know what I like to listen to? It's it's good. You know, we never talked about what albums we have to listen to around Halloween. I have one specifically that I play every Halloween. What's that? Do you want to try to guess it? This is completely off the grid. Mm. Yeah, like death rock stuff. Um. Is it from a movie or anything? Nope. Is it metal? Is it punk? Is it? Heavy? I don't know what they're considered. <clears throat> I really don't. I so, say you know you were listening to the Cult. That's really that sounds really good around That's this a time. Halloween thing. Yeah. yeah, it sounds really good around this time. Sam Hain and Tinium. Oh yeah, that's well, Danzig. I love it. it. Yeah. Well, it is, but it isn't. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like to put, throw it in there as punk. I really wouldn't call them that. It's not punk. They're kind of, I don't know, they're their own thing. Just like Venom was their own thing, you know. Sam Hain is... Um, Venom. Yeah, it's... Dude, in league with Satan around Halloween. Oh, yeah. Of course, I've been listening to the black metal album, like, all the way through, like, every day since before we interviewed him, like, about a month back. I've been listening to it every day. Um... You know, Don't Burn the Witch, which they played live. It was fucking amazing. And Raise the Dead is one of my favorite heavy metal songs, period. <clears throat> well, both we'll Raise the Dead. Both Possessed are great around We'll Raise the Dead. Fucking awesome, man. It's such a good song to listen to. If you're throwing it on a Halloween playlist, I don't know if people really indulge. I I treat Halloween as like, that's my main holiday. I, I love it more than my birthday itself and anything. It's my favorite. I really indulge in it. <clears throat> you know, Christmas, I'm an, I'm an eggnog whore. I wear the fucking sweaters. I don't care. I have a good time with, with, with living life and doing holidays and stuff. I try to have fun. But Halloween... I wish I had the ability to do that. Halloween, I hold near and dear to my heart. I love getting into the spirit of it. Because guess what? With, with, with all the bullshit we have going on, like global warming and all this stuff, which if you want to believe stuff like that or not, it's goddamn like 89 degrees and it's October 11th. Like, it... It's it's not right. When I was even in New York, where I used to live, but it's, it's I mean it's it's here. It's the same. I'm used to when I was in 
New York, it used to be. It's going to get to where it could be snowing in July or fucking. You just it's don't annoying. know. But, but you don't know. I liked it when it was fall and it was cooler. It's not cold, but it's like at least it's in the 60s or the like the 58 or something. And then by Halloween, it would be maybe snowing. And I, you know, I kind of miss that, but it's not happening anymore. It's like it feels like it's fucking summer and it's goddamn fall. Will you do me a favor? <clears throat> What's up? Because I feel like they've got the year wrong on this too. My phone's almost dead. <clears throat> Did ACDC's Fly on the Wall come out in 85 or 86? I thought it was 85. Ugh. Let me double check. Oh, wait. For our listeners out there, Dr. West is currently trying to sink the pink. <clears throat> He's not achieved that yet. Okay, but. I got your, um, your Skype um, thing for Oscar from Ram. So there you go on that. What, I need to add that? Yeah, I got his uh, profile thing, so you can add it and call him. I need to do it right now, don't I? Yeah, I'll, I'll just send it to you. It's fine. There's the Exciter record right there, and Impaler, Megadeth, Killing Is My Business. I mean, this this out, this, there's Look. Possessed Seven Churches. <laughs> Dude, this, this, this movie fucking rules, man. If you're, this is the earliest, too, of like the... Metalhead movies. I mean, this is at the top of the list. I mean, there's been a lot of other ones that have come out that are like, you know, is rock it just horror me, though, movies. Is this movie the shit? <clears throat> it is. Here's another one I'll recommend. The Doctor hates it. I really like it. Um, it's an album? No, a movie that falls into this kind of thing where it's kind of like a trick or treat. Where it's, I hate it. Where it's like a heavy metal movie kind of thing. Black Roses? I love that. Deathgasm. I couldn't do that. I love that movie. Pathology's in it. That movie's awesome. I couldn't do it. I think it's great. Because there's not really like a death metal I like movie. pathology. I don't want They're in it. them it's to awesome. think that I don't like them. There's a scene where the you know they got the the two main characters, you know, they, their best friends have like a falling out, and they're like fighting these demons and shit. And it's not even really comical. Like the demons are actually pretty awesome in it. And uh, the guy's pissed off drunk driving. And he's like going back for his friend or whatever, and pathology's playing in the car. <laughs> it's a nasty scene. It's fucking cool. It's just like I'm not sure. I thought what you liked. It's not Death Guys. What am I thinking of? Cavity Colors did shirts from it. I thought that was your favorite thing. Cavity Colors did it. Cavity Colors. I can't remember the name of this movie. It was your favorite thing, though. You bought like all their shirts and oh my god! What, what is the name of that movie? This is this is where I put Deathgasms with this movie, and I can't think of the name. Hocus Pocus? No, that's fucking stupid. Though everybody, I wanted that shirt though, but I can't. I just did. I that shirt was cool. That. I can't. I can't walk around and legitimately wear that shirt. Hey, Harry Bangley. It's like I might as well buy a Halloween. And then Tom Tom shirt put out their line of it too. It's like, what is the deal? Look, I love that. The only reason I wanted that cavity color shirt is just because it was a really nice shirt. I actually would have never worn it. It was just really nice. That's not what I'm thinking of. What's the name? It's a hipster film, and you really liked it. I'm trying to think of the name of it. Hipster film. I'm being sarcastic right now. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you do. You made fun of it for like a week when we were recording one time. Like you went on a rant about this movie. You were just like, "Goddamn thing, rip off, piece of shit." Oh, the void. God, what a fucking turd. 
I'm telling you, man. You guys... No, I watched it. It is very pretentious. And the guy acts like he invented synths or something (laughs) that did it. He's like, because soundtrack is from crust balls. But you know what? Hey, if if that movie works for you and you're, you know, in your teens or 20s and you're listening to this, hey, man. Guess who it doesn't work for? Corey Gorechrist doesn't work. I know it doesn't. I tried. And I got into arguments with people. You know what does work for Corey Gorechrist? Answer the call. No, it doesn't. What was I looking up? You ruined my thing. I don't remember. I asked you if ACDC oh, Fly, on Fly on the Wall, wall came out in 85 or 86. Fly on the Wall, ACDC. I'm pretty sure it's Because I, I always think it's 86 and it's probably 85. Which sucks because... June 28th, 1985. Well, why the fuck didn't we mention that in the last fucking thing we were doing? We didn't, did we? No. Well, guys, let's backpedal. We just did an interview with Venom. We did the Return of the Living Dead pair up with him, which is... Uh, that's, I love ACDs. I, that's you a guys great can record. laugh at me or no. call me a guy with a loud southern voice, whatever, and fanboy and all that shit, but I love ACDs. There's something wrong with you if you listen to heavy music and you don't like ACDs. I'm sorry, they're fucking great. If you can listen so to Anthrax good. and listen to Goat War loves Metallica, yeah, Goat War, whatever, ACDC's heavy shit, man. It is really it just is. me or does this look pretty good? It does. This is considered, I think this is actual like an actual official release in Germany. Because I know that that NSM records Did you notice is real. That, that the, the logos before this look like the Scream Factory stuff, but it's in German. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They kind of ripped it off. But the, there is several German boots of this movie. There's actual several German. Is boots this a everything. boot? No. This is actually the official one. There is a German boot that comes in a different packaging. Because I've researched this pretty heavily. I always wanted to have sex with this girl when I was little. I bet she's got like a little bit of a bush. Yeah. It's a and nice the rest bush. of it's bald. It's all hollows bush. <laughs> and I can't deal with with chicks. And she's kind of like all the way down. It's like you need to get that shit groomed. Can you just go ahead and go ahead and cut it off? She's like, I like Lammy Kerr. I don't know, but uh, let's let's no, look he, up he, some. No, he stole one of his tapes, and now that yeah. girl's going to play the one with the back masking on it, and she's going to. This is. Do you, do you remember what happens here? Yeah. It's gross. Rock and roll. Horror movies. Let's see. <coughs> Black Roses is a great film. Yeah, Black Roses. Uh, rock and Roll Nightmare, which I've seen that one. Um, Slaughterhouse Rock, I've seen. I've seen Suck, and that does suck. Um, does this Is this movie listed? Oh, yeah. Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Opera. That's classic. Phantom of the Park. Phantom of the Park. That's good stuff. I'd say that would be an interesting movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rocktober Blood. I think I've seen that. I've never seen that. What's the other one? There's one that's like Driller Killer. The killer's name in the movie is Driller Killer, but it's a. But it's a. It's not Slumber Party Massacre. It's like something. Something Massacre. And it's it's like a rock movie. It's like I don't this. Know what that is. I really don't. I'm an idiot. Look at this. Maybe it's Rock and Roll Night. Oh, yeah. Mr. Skinless. Yep, that's the the West Vision right here. (laughs) He channels through. (laughs) Gets the nice... Get those nips nice and hard. All right. You got 39 minutes, 59 seconds. Welcome back to you, Mr. Skinless. And she's got the lingerie, too. She was ready to make out. Little A-cup tits. Yeah, she was ready to make out. That's the Doctor Special right there, the... Little A-cups. Jesus, in the morning. He likes the, the prepubescence. No, he doesn't. He likes them legal. Don't, don't kid yourself, girls. 
legal. You gotta be legal. If you want. But hey, if you don't look legal, I said it's okay. If you want doctor to touch you. There you go. That's nice too. Yeah, it's right. You know, she's got like a like a scar that's kind of hot going down to the. Was that or was that a happy trail? It was a, it was a scar. She already had a kid. Probably. Yeah, kids. yeah. I didn't think about that. She's totally got a fucking pregnancy scar. That's okay. They can watch mommy work. I love this. She's literally being seduced by him. Yeah, it's, it's hot. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, this is a big fuck you to the media too, saying that heavy metal does all yeah, this. It's like, well, here you go. Yeah, well, at least got the green. He just got the green <laughs> hues huffing him. <laughs> the Doctor Spirit West, and he's doing the doing the spirit huff. <laughs> oh yeah, let's get some audio in here for a second. That's pretty insane. He turns into a fucking Tales from watch the Dark this. Side this is monster. The best effect. Watch. Hold on. Watch him take the, the thing off. Oh. <laughs> Just burned her fucking ears off. Oh, it's nasty. That's fucking leave, brutal. Leave this unmuted because we're going to want to watch this scene right here. This is the best part of this movie. It's so fucking awesome. It's seriously, if you can turn it up as most you can. And next week, we'll have with us in the studio a truly fine talent and beautiful personality, Miss Muffy Singleton. And we're back with Evangelist and moral crusader, the Reverend Aaron Gilstrom, who's dropped by with some... Aaron Gilstrom. We're talking today about rock pornography. I'll have to agree with you. We have some pretty ribald stuff here. Those, those rockers really have a strange sense of humor, don't they? I don't think it's going to <laughs> it's weird seeing Ozzy Osbourne with fucking slicked hair. Uh, Reverend, let me ask you a question. This album, uh, Do It Like a Dog. Now, this uh, this has to be about animal behavior. Is that right? That's one of the lyrics. What the fuck is wrong with that? Go ahead. Gonna drive my long steel missile down on your love channel. I bet he's coked out of his mind right there. Oh yeah, it's like the only way I'm gonna do this is if you give me some coke. <laughs> and then they do it, it's like bloody hell, I'm just I'll, I'll be whatever you want, stick me hair back. Oh that's what the movie's called I was trying to find out. It's called The Driller Killer. And it's from seventy nine. The and one you says, got me for Christmas? No, no, that's just called Driller Killer. This one's the Driller Killer, and it's like a, um, I mean, it. it. There's Hurry, two. This different. is funny. This is funny. So there's two different ones. There's two Driller Killers. Turn this up. Seriously, this is funny. You son of a bitch! What did you do to her? What the hell did you do to her? What do you mean? Watch this. She's in a fucking hospital, man. You're gonna fucking kill. Maybe it's not, I don't know. There's one where the driller killer... Watch this, you're going to miss this. And you did something, you did something to that tape. I don't know what you did, but you're getting into some weird fucking shit, man. And I just want you to stay away from me, okay? Alright? Stay the fuck away from me. I love that he's like, I just want you to stay away from me, man. Look at those pumpkins. He's got them up on fire. I can't think of it. There's another rock and roll horror movie I can't think of. 
I know in Driller Killer, the one I did buy you, he was rejected from like a punk rock band. He goes and kills winos and shit with a power Correct. drill, which is awesome. We should do that movie. That movie's nasty. Yeah, we can. I think, you know who I think we should get? This is just early talk here, but Visceral Discord could totally have Driller Killer if they want it, because that, that movie's fucking they need sick. Something. They need something. The they, need, they, they need they need raunch. They need a video nasty is what they need. Yeah. That's one of them. That's a video nasty. Yeah, they need something pretty brutal because they're they're awesome. Uh, we'll get to that. We got our ways to do that, but I love this band. Movie. I love that band. Though. Oh yeah, no, this movie's classic, man. If you guys don't have this on your rotation for Halloween or just for horror movies in general, because I know you'd have to bust out the old DVD or VHS right now, but uh, get pull it offline or get a get this German print. I mean, it still has the English audio, so fuck it. This is a great movie that you definitely need to have in your collection somewhere or just in your rotation for Halloween stuff. This is perfect. Um, we have Goat Whore coming up on the podcast, so don't forget. We have Ben and Sammy from Goat Whore. Uh, they talk about uh, their recent tour with Venom Inc. and uh, Toxic Holocaust. And their joys of cocaine. And their joys of cocaine. And their their... <laughs> They were in the middle of touring antics, and we captured that on the podcast very yeah. beautifully. While they're in the middle yeah. of stuff, they had a lot of fun. Uh, they got their had a, with had a run-in with Butcher Babies because yeah. they were playing at a venue uh, across from them. It was part of the masquerade in in the wonderful Atlanta downtown. And we got to hear him tell an annoying fan to fuck off. Yeah, that was very classic too. Um, good old fuck off moment, which we're going to use on this podcast till the end of time. Where it's like fuck off. Uh, it was funny. Uh, <laughs> we had Fabio tell us to fuck off, and we kept walking, and we got the interview done. So there yeah, was let's some... talk about that with okay. the th- with everybody here. We, the show was tour manager. The show was kind of crazy and awry. You know, we didn't really. The only thing we had completely set in stone was the Venom thing. Um, everything else, we kind of just um, did did what we do best. Do what we do best. We just kind of ride ride the wind and see what happens. <laughs> Um, managed to get everybody we, we wanted and uh, you know you know Joel we had set up and we got that that was fun um, but you know you never know what's going to happen with Ben and Sammy who go to horror they, no. they know how to bring it and they have a lot of fun on tour and um, they had a lot of fun when we were talking to them you know they're just great guys <laughs> but we got out there and you know Sammy was doing his thing and we, we followed him out to talk to Ben, and uh, some guy pretty much was like, hold up, and was like, hey, if <coughs> you guys need to be, you guys are here, you guys need to be over here, and we're like, well, we're just going to go talk to Ben and Sammy, we're here for an interview with the label, and uh, he was like, that's great, but you guys need to be over here, and I was like, okay, well... You know, the doctor steps up and he's like, well, we have an interview. We're with the label. We're press. We're going over there to talk to them for an interview. And he was like, okay, well, if you could, could you just get that done, please? That would be great. And then, like a schmuck, I said, I was just like, well, that's what we're trying to do. And he was like, okay, we'll go get it done, guys. And we're like, thanks, Fabio. That's real nice. Here's what I don't understand. And it's like, I'm sorry, I didn't know you were you were Atlanta PD and that you were this concerned about I, what we were this doing. This is what I don't understand about that whole fucking thing. And he wasn't a part of that. He wasn't venue no. staff. He was. He he had to have been 
Butcher he was Holly, no, he was Hollywood and Dead. Hollywood and Dead staff or something. He, was the, he thought we he were there the to haggle with them. It's like they're bust. We don't care about them. You know, we have fu- either way. We had fucking press passes on. We're, we don't need to be haggled by somebody else when we have venue passes. Like we, I think he didn't see that initially, and then when he did, that's why. We yeah, it's like, because he had a fucking done. he had a fucking tiki cup full of fucking peach vodka or something. It's like, well, you need to lay out the fucking sauce and pay attention to your fucking job. He was drunk, wasn't he? He was. He had this little, like, orange cup he bought from he brought from his fucking grandma's house and filled it with fucking peach schnapps and started fucking with us. Like, you <laughs> need to lay off your fucking pineapple juice and, and let us do what we have to do. Well, he was flipping out, and I was like, you need to you, know, you need to calm down. I wish we were just... Sometimes when you just leave the recorder on all day and people can hear the the life and death of Phantasm Podcast and just well, you know, and I, listen I wanna, to how people haggle us for no reason. I don't know when we'll put it up, but you know, Joel from Toxic Holocaust was really cool. And we had we had, Oh, he was awesome. We had done that mm-hmm. and we were working. We worked the whole We've been walking around track. backstage all night trying to We worked stuff. the whole fucking thing and and, um, and this reminds me of Zool from Ghostbusters, I don't know why. I think it kinda is that scene essentially. It's like a It's just weird. Yeah. Well, you know the scene with Dana where she yeah, gets yeah, taken yeah, by yeah. the terror dogs. It kind of made me feel like that a little bit because he's in the same situation. He's like sitting on his by you know she was in a chair, but he's sitting by his bed and sees shit coming at him. And you know, I think it's awesome. But uh, yeah, we we he was trying to fucking brick Wallace, and <clears throat> he didn't even know what we were there for. And we told him, and he felt stupid. He's like, "Well, go get it done then." It's like, well. We're trying to. You literally stopped us from walking to tell us to go walk over somewhere else because you thought we were fans or something. So, um, but yeah, the interview was very fun. We went through a fucking river of shit to get it, but we got it, and it was a good time. The and uh, Vengeful Ascension's out now. Metal Blade Records. They've been playing what? How many? Like a six songs off that record. They played a bunch of stuff off of there. Six or seven, I think. Yeah. They, they say in the interview, I can't remember. And I think you're right. There's Sammy Kerr, fucking awesome, manifested in real world. Um, yeah, they played like six songs live off the new record, and uh, you know, of course, they're classic stuff. They play a couple songs off of uh, Blood for the Master. They play a couple off of uh, Carving Out the Eyes of God, and they'll play some off the of Haunting Curse. And you know, they they go back and forth how they always do. So. I've never shown you this. When this movie came out, I want to share this with everybody on the podcast too. When this movie came out, you could mail off and get something back from him. That's cool. And I did it. And I found out later that Nowadays, they have to write some sickness. It's just absolutely sick and bizarre, and I'm going to do my utmost best to try and stop it now. Anything you like to say in conclusion. These evil people have just got to be stopped. <laughs> um, 
but I mailed off and I got a poster back. It's like the one that's above his thing, yeah. except it's only about this big. And I guess Tony Field signed it. That's awesome. Like only so many people would even do that. <clears throat> you had to pay for it. I had to send them like. It was funny back then. You didn't have to send the money. It's like or or properly hidden cash. And mm-hmm. I, I sent like five dollars off and got that poster back. I've still got that damn thing. It's awesome. <clears throat> but this movie, everyone I knew liked this film. <clears throat> yeah, everyone I know. That's what we used to do, we would get together and drink and watch this and smoke pot. Uh, this is like late 80s, early 90s. We get together and we'd watch this. My buddy Matt and I harkens me back because he and I used that Ab Garum thing. We used to be pee ourselves. Oh, that's funny. But we would watch this. And going back and looking at it now, there's nothing like this. Yeah. No. There's a lot of copycats of this movie, but to me, this is the ultimate metal movie. And the fact that Joel, that's why I wanted to talk about Joel a second, from Huntox Holocaust loved this film tells me that that guy's got his shit together. Oh yeah, you you can't pretend to know what this movie is. No, it's it's good <laughs> shit. And if you're a if you're a metal kid or just us as fans in general, this movie really is relatable. Because how many musicians do you know that you know you're just obsessed with, and you would channel them to fight back at people that are bullying you or whatever? I think it's cool. <clears throat> Not to say it would actually happen, but it's just cool that this, what this movie does, and the idea of Sammy Kerr is like, you know, you want him to be a real pers- personality, and he he is larger than life outside of this movie. I mean, I always, when I saw this when I was younger, I always thought Sammy Kerr was a part of a real band. You know, I didn't make the distinction that he was just like a character in a movie. You know, um, I was like, oh, Sammy Kerr isn't real. It's not. It's not like a real band, and. You know, you figure that shit out. Of course, my appeal to this was Gene Simmons, you know, because I was a huge, huge Kiss nerd when I was little. And <coughs> I mean, Ozzy, those are like the two biggest people at the time. Oh, it's great. And then um, all the all the nice metal touches in this film, like the wearing the Anthrax stuff and, and the Defenders of the Faith shit everywhere, and the you see fucking Possessed thrown out there. And I mean, it's just cool. It's just those little delicacies. Make this but it's movie done where heavy there's nothing film. scary about this movie. It's just fun. It's badass. It's total escape. It's badass. It's great. It's just it's a metal film. Mm. It's, it's mm-hmm. oh North Carolina. No shit. <clears throat> I wonder if that's where this was filmed. It must be if it's a plate. I have no idea. Huh. <clears throat> that's something we'll have to look up on here. A good old internet's for. Because that I don't know about the filming locations or any of that stuff. So let's see. Now that was that guy that that shit got hurt in his car. That he just took the tape back. His friend did. And this movie came out October twenty fourth, nineteen eighty six. So this was. Came Does out it surprise Halloween. you? I saw it at the theater. Mm-hmm. Of course, I saw this at the theater. You can play this. This is funny. See, while I'm looking this up, we'll go ahead and play Yens in this cassette player. Awesomely unbelievable. Listen, Edward, I gotta go. Okay, well, once again, thank you. 
I never understood where people don't want to talk on the phone. I had lots of friends who were like, all right, I gotta go. Okay. <laughs> it's like, why can't you talk on the phone? <laughs> I think the phone's like the awesomest thing in the world for lazy people like myself. Oh, yeah. Here we go. These are some fun tidbits. I'll try to find that. Flogging Molly is what Dave what? He, look, look, he's doing. he told him he destroyed the tape and let's look. Yeah. And he's still listening to it. Getting the fucking... <laughs> I used to love Hershey's syrup. Yeah, he's getting a Hershey's syrup. Did you ever do that? I'd be like... Oh, he's putting the peanut butter on it, too. Did you never do that? Were you never like... Oh, yeah, I was just... Yeah, <laughs> get the big hoss. Oh, this is cool. Um, let's see. Eddie's best friend, Roger, right here, is played by Glenn Morgan, his only acting stint. He went on to be a prolific writer-producer of The X-Files, Final Destination... And he directed that 2006 remake of Black Christmas. Weird. That kid right there. Yeah, that's crazy. Old Roger. <clears throat> there you go. What other movie from watching this can you tell stole from this? A movie called Shocker. Yeah. The technology thing. And- him transferring through the TV. I don't think it's more a stealing. I think maybe. <clears throat> oh, it sort of is. Cause that's an easy thing. That was more of like. I am a big fan of yours. I have all your records. Shut up. I think it's more a stealing because you can be. <laughs> No, it's... How many people like to do that on... But I'm just... TV I thing. think it... It sort of is. Well... You got it. Absolutely. <clears throat> what a great album it is. It sort of is. I think it was an idea that he ran with. It's like a guy dies via electric chair and he still comes back. It's like, well, he's going through electricity and then... Oh, no, I mean, I get it, but I'm just saying this movie... I think this movie's been ripped off a bunch of songs. Man. I'm sure it has. And you could, you know, but you know what I love about this? This movie. Another reason I'm actually surprised this doesn't have this cult following. This movie. There's nothing like this movie. It's because this movie worked for how different it there's was. There's nothing like it. No, there's not. Okay, that's um, the guy picking his mom up. Yeah. Oh shit! What a douchebag. Oh, Black Law, Black Lawless of uh, Wasp had auditioned to play Sammy Kerr. He was close to getting the role. He was even offered to do the whole soundtrack. But when the director told Blackie that they got Fastway to do the soundtrack and that he would be lip-syncing to them instead, Blackie refused the role, saying to Smith that he didn't need Fastway's music when he has his own band to do it. So yeah, we almost have Blackie Lawless as Sammy Kerr. Hold on, let's think of it. That would have been been all original music too, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would have basically essentially been fucking Wasp doing the soundtrack with him. So we would have gotten... And Blackie Lawless would have been fucking Sammy Kerr. We would have actually gotten what I had hoped for, which is Sammy Kerr, but Wasp, but as... Sammy is it Kerr weird that I love Wasp? Oh, they're awesome. I love Blackie, too. I, I really do. Even now. You know, I know. Wasp is a great band. Yeah, oh, they're sick. Anybody yeah. listening out they're there... Sick. That's fucking metal, too. It's they nasty. really are. They're one of, one of the, Very the best. Very. Didn't give a fuck. They're, they're their own band, too, if you... I mean, they're just they're they're the shit. And in my opinion, they invented horror glam. They did, yeah. 
They were they're, they're great. I still think they're good. I think Marilyn Manson actually stole a lot from him. He did. Visually. You know, visually. You steal or you don't. I mean, if you make your own thing out of it, it's fine. I was like, oh, did you just... The main girl in this, the one that, you know, that chick right there that, that Eddie's wanted to... I think she's actually cute. She is a little bit, yeah. That hairdo can go. It's like, well, she looks I mean, like a cantina alien from Star Wars, but... Anyway. There's another tidbit. Uh, Gene Simmons was offered the role of Sammy Kerr as well, but he opted to the cameo role of the rock DJ Nuke. Uh, he did this because his idol growing up was Wolfman Jack, and this was his tribute to him, which is awesome. If you guys aren't familiar with Wolfman Jack, yeah, you, need to figure you out may th- what planet you're on. you may think Corey Gorchrist, you're young. Why do you know anything about Wolfman Jack? Well, I do a podcast. I do my research. As a DJ, he's one of my favorites of all time, like radio personalities, and he did a lot of the the horror reviews and stuff on radio. Um, there's one I got of the original Halloween, I think, with Wolfman Jack doing the radio ad for it, and it's fucking awesome. So, Wolfman Jack was a great radio personality. And, um, if you guys are Rob Zombie fans or anything like that, he throws that in there a lot too. His so. name is Rob Crombie. Yeah, Rob Crombie. If you th- he throws in a lot of Wolfman Jack shit on his stuff, so I'm sure you've seen it somewhere. If not, look up Wolfman Jack on YouTube. There's not a whole lot of stuff on YouTube. You'd have to really be a, a internet nerd like me where I've pulled a lot of stuff, a lot of bootleg shit, a lot of radio stuff. Just go go dig around and, and listen to Wolfman Jack because he was a hell of a personality. Um, which I think was one of the roles Ken Foray did um, in one of the Rob Zombie movies. I think it was Lords of Salem was a lot taken from Wolfman Jack and I think... Ken Foray's character was more of the Wolfman Jack character, which is kind of cool. So, um, yeah, people like Joe Bob Briggs, who I'd love to have on the podcast. He's he's still around. That's more of a TV personality, but still, Monster Vision's the shit. You know, uh, I'm a young cat, but I've I've watched a lot of stuff. And then um, Fritz the Night Owl, who are you familiar with Fritz the Night Owl? Mm-hmm. He's doing a whorehound convention, which is nuts that he's doing that. Um, yeah, I know exactly who he which is. Which I like about uh, Days of the Dead, because they show his stuff at the conventions. When I watched the Ghostbusters um, at the last convention, because Ernie Hudson was there, so they had Ghostbusters one night. Sammy it, Control's controlling the car, by the way. It was uh, Fritz the Night Owl Ghostbusters presentation. It was so cool, man. Seeing his, you know, because if you guys aren't familiar with Fritz the Night Owl, you know, the Night Owl Theater or whatever, uh, the, the, it's like its own little cut of the films where, you know, it was on TV way back when, and the, <coughs> Fritz, like, kind of imposes himself within the film, and he gives you a little trivial facts about the movie and the actors and, you know, it's just it's just fun if you're a movie nerd like us. And he's 82 years old. Yeah, and he's doing Horror Hound in uh, November next month, which is a shame. I wish they would have announced that. That they kind of just like farted, and it was another convention a month a month from now. And I was like, God damn it, because they got um, Billy from Silent Night Deadly Night's going to be there, and I thought it was cool they added Fritz the Night Owl. That's insane. <clears throat> um, Are you going to that? No, it's it's too soon, man. It's like. I'm telling you, they they like 
leaned over and farted and there was another convention that's like huge it's like where did this come from it's like I just got home from a convention and it's like hey two months from now here's a new one it's like oh, alright I like that Mad Monster's like hey we got one in February and it's you know it's they announced it in September so that's fine or uh you know Days of the Dead's like hey in May of next year we're gonna be in Charlotte cool thanks Horror Hound's like, hey, in one month we're gonna be we're gonna be in Ohio. It's like, thanks. I had no idea that was happening. But it's yeah, not. I'm gonna be honest with you about this movie though. I don't think a lot of people know what it is. There's, it's the fact that it has no legitimate release in this country. It's hard to keep it afloat. You, know? you either grew up with this and you know what it is, or you don't. This has been on my Halloween rotation for a long time. I introduced this to. Uh, yeah. And he was like, where have I been? And I was like, yeah, where have you been, man? And he hmm. loved it. You know, it's <clears throat> it's, a, <clears throat> it's a movie I've introduced to several people. I don't think Garrett and Jason had seen it, and I told him. Yeah. I think Jason had seen it. This film, you know, you get a free pass not seeing this because, like the doctor said, it's not released unless you find the DVD somewhere. And you're like, oh, But you can't it. say you're more metal than Dr. West right. because I saw this bitch at the theater and I have the mailway poster. Sure. Because I'm a nerd. But um, but I think it's funny, and it, it, I'm telling you, uh, uh, the the to bring up Joel again from what talks Holocaust, the fact that he even knew what this was. Oh yeah, guy knows his shit. I mean, it was impressive to me because most people don't know what this is, right? And the thing, the funny thing about it is the appeal to this film initially was Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne, which in reality they're all ca- they're cameo roles. They're not even the main part of the film. Actually, Gene has more of a role than Ozzy yeah. does because he, he gives, he gives Eddie the record. Well, he's he's the DJ for the radio station, yeah. and everything. And this is where Sammy's about to fuck these dudes up. Yeah, but it's it's just crazy because if you buy the VHS or the DVD, it just he kills has, him. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Fucking decombust. Um, it has Gene Simmons and Ozzy on the cover, like they're in the whole movie. And then when you watch it, it's like, well, it's you know, Gene's in it, and then Ozzy's in it, and you're really going to fall in love with Tony Field's portrayal of Sammy Kerr because he's like a the rock star of the movie. You know, it's just cool. So here we go. I'll give you some more audio here. People don't even go fuck. He's just like about to play. They're clapping. That's awesome. <laughs> like, who cares? Our front man's dead. This guy's cool. This is the song Trick or Treat. It is. Baby, you'll see. Somebody put a spell on me. So I have 
Get a damn episode of my lip sync. That's fucking awesome. Oh, it's perfect. My favorite song is soundtrack. Yeah, see, Blackie didn't want to do this because he's like, I have Wasp. I don't need to lip sync the fast way, which I can totally get that. That's a total Blackie thing to do. So they all think that it's a fake Sammy crew. See, all they had to do to market this the way I wanted it to. This is my favorite song on this panel. This, all they had to do to market this was instead of saying it was Fastway, just say it was Sammy Kerr. Oh, it does. Inside the album liner notes, it says this album is dedicated to Sammy, the memory of Sammy Kerr. It's fucking cool. No, that is it. awesome. It's I mean, in the CD. I mean, marketing oh, right, it as yeah. a CD itself, not as a soundtrack by Fastway, but as Sammy Kerr, you know. But I guess the band wouldn't have sold if they needed to, you know. They definitely wanted to sell stuff, Kind of like a death clock thing, you know, they are, they're like their own fake band, you know, I thought it'd be cool. You should outro this song. Oh, this is going to end this episode. Goat horse gonna steal your soul. Fucking awesome. It's such a great soundtrack, and if you guys don't have that, Fastway... If you don't know who they are, it's Fast Eddie Clark's band that he started after he left Motorhead. So you don't need more of a goddamn intro than that. With, uh, what's his name from Flogging Molly? I said it was Dropkick Murphy's, same thing. Well, that was much later. He, right. When the band disbanded, he ended yeah. that bullshit. But, but this, you know, Fastway was, it's just cool. You know? It is cool. Uh, David King, I think. Dave King, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, man, it's, you guys got your Halloween rotation of music. And movies. Or this movie is crucial. This whole thing. This now. whole thing. Music and movies. This, this should be on both lists. The Fastway soundtrack, even if it's just the Trick or Treat song. And but this movie, I mean, this is just good shit, man. It really is. And hopefully soon we'll get a Blu-ray release of this. We're watching it. Well, I mean, like an American Blu-ray release. You know, I doubt it. I don't. I really don't think so. I think they will. I think there's a legal issue with this film. This is too big of a thing. I mean, this really is a big movie. For what it, it is. Wants. It isn't. This this Blu-ray looks really good, though. It does. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm happy with what I got. I mean, no, this especially this scene, I think, is the best. <coughs> I think I spent like twenty bucks on this or something. The best visually I've seen the whole print. This is the best scene. I I think it looks the best. I think. You know, he did his own stuff in this, too, because he was, like, a fucking choreographer, so he did, like, his own stunts and his dance. Yeah, he was a choreographer for uh, Michael Jackson, which is insane, for a Thriller and for uh You don't think she's hot? Because I do. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is about that girl. I think she's actually really hot. Yeah. She's in a bunch of other stuff, too. It's a good fight. Let me see where it's... Oh, fuck. There's Corey showing up to <laughs> go to the dance that I've destroyed. 
Yeah. What a shocker. Roger's freaking out. There's Jens. <laughs> Jens, your new name is Roger. It's loud, fast, and thrashing. Yeah. Like fuck with fire, burning metal, and torture's too kind. Trick or Treat was filmed in Wilmington, North Carolina. They even have Eddie's house location. If you guys, uh, any Carol- are you kidding me? Any North Carolina fans, this is where uh, Eddie's house is. It's located at 105 Borden Avenue, Wil- Wilmington. It's still North there. Carolina. Yeah, there's a picture. Of Do it me there. a favor. Take that uh, address and pull it up on Google Earth so we can see. I want to actually see it. Lake Ridge High School in the film is actually New Hanover High School at 1307 Market Street in Wilmington. So we need to go to Wilmington, North Carolina. Google's yeah. just like, hey, come we to need to get Sean Clark on that. That would be fucking sick for him to do a horizontal ground on this. We can just do it with him, just us. Oh, that would be fucking sick. Pitch it to somebody and be like, hey, take. That would ooh, be fucking God. sick. Um, also used in. He's trying to fuck her. I think it's funny. She's just like, no, you're a fucking creep. They show it and everything. Look at all. That's fucking cool. Like they have another one. After taking him on a wild ride, Eddie's possessed car stops on the Cape Fear Memorial Bridge over the Cape Fear River into Wilmington. Eddie's bully, Tim Haney, lives at 374 Forest Hills Drive in Wilmington. What now? That guy, that fucking... Dude, that's still, that Tim guy. He lives... Well, that's where he lived in the film. Oh, that's awesome. There's all this stuff. This is just on Google. I mean, it's, there's not even a website. This is just sites.google.com. It's like, hey, here's where everything in Trick or Treat was filmed. So, writing this down for a future Phantasm adventure, folks. Because we might have to take a trip out there. Eddie's house... Yeah, so if any of you are Carolina uh, fans of ours, which I, you know, the doctor won't anymore for various reasons, but Gore Christ is frequenting North Carolina a couple times next year, so um, see how far out this is. The doctor might have to make his his, uh, his long-awaited reappearance in the state of North Carolina, just so we can do some some fun stuff here. Because I would love to go to that fucking house. It'll just be something crazy. As long as it's not in Nashville or Charlotte, I'm good. Yeah, that's true. We'll see how far or this is. Or Old Fart. I don't want to go there either. No, there's no reason we need to go there. Um, you know, the dude she's currently mounting is from Old Fart. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see, one of five. I think it's cool. I was told I was only a seven out of ten by her recently too. Well, you know, I still talk to her because um, I'm an idiot. I think it's cool. They probably did that on purpose. It's one of five Borden Avenue, like Lizzie Borden. That's just cool. You know, they did that on purpose. Avenue in the film. Here it is. You Google Earth it. We are six hours and fifty five minutes away from Eddie's house. That's not far, man. We should do it. That's cool as shit. Let's see it. Oh, there's no photos on it. No. There is in the, uh, in the actual website that I was on. But yeah, that's cool as fuck. 
No, we should call up Sean Clark. Be like, hey man, you want to go uh, to Eddie's house? He's like, we've already treat? done it. Yeah, he's like, we already did it. It was on Horror Hounds issue 104. So he's okay. like, fuck off. <laughs> I don't think he'd do that. People like to tell you you and not to fuck off. They like to tell me to fuck off. I don't, how many people have told you to fuck off recently? Nobody. Yeah, exactly. Me, they do all the time. I mean, it's it's weird because I when I want to tell you guys this when we did the Goat Horror interview, I I wasn't sure, you know, but they know immediately who I am. I was made fun of by someone that was trolling our YouTube page and. I really do know these guys. It's not bullshit. Corey can tell you right now. They know who I am. And just like the inevitable, we got Sammy again in this interview for you guys, yeah. which that doesn't normally happen in their interviews. Normally it's just been. So. It's always a pleasure to do interviews with one of my favorite bands. So To have Corey there was awesome. and was very special. So in that, they get a very special film. They got a special film before with a Vincent Price film, Witchfinder General. This one they get trick or treat from me. As I consider them also underappreciated. Like this film. So my love to uh go to there for the Ben and Sammy for being so fucking cool and professional and awesome to us. And Oh yeah, man. They're at Phantasm you get you get you get special treats when you do that and you guys get one of my favorite movies ever fucking made. There's always so much fun to talk to and uh, really fun to watch live, too. I mean, knowing a Corey and Alexis fighting <laughs> on the film, of course. Um, yeah, in the film, that's what No, but Godor is. Uh, they're just amazing live. and Well, no, we were fighting after she was like, You went to Godor. Mrs. Gorkrice is a huge Godor fan. She loves them. She really does. She doesn't like a lot of metal. She loves Godor, loves the shit out of them. Um, so this is special to everybody, you know. This movie's great. Um, goat horse to shit. Can't thank Ben and Sammy enough for giving us the time, and uh, you know they had a lot going on when we interviewed them, so it was it was cool that they that they uh, were having a good time with us when <coughs> when we did it. And we hope you guys enjoyed the interview. It was a lot of fun, and we hope if you guys are enjoying us talking about this movie and you just were like well maybe I should really watch that you should fucking watch it and there's the old uh, <clears throat> security officer reading Hustler magazine and if you fast forwarded to just the interview part this interview will probably be on YouTube at some point yeah. so we It'll can be trolled again by fucking <clears throat> Wampa Fish or whatever his name was I don't know we get Wampa Fuck get all kinds of those things. We did. Surprisingly, um, there's well, no, 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 we get, you know, people are going to be assholes. Usually, lunch though, of the day. yeah, lunch of the dead, that's funny. Um, rated R. What? Yeah. I think, that might have been one of the only people, but if YouTube, you're going to get assholes that say shit, I don't really care. It's, they didn't go interview. Yeah, but trolling or, us and sitting there telling who we who and we don't know and what the band thinks it pisses me off. It's like I don't know what you're drinking or smoking or te- or popping, but you can eat a dick. Well, it's like did they go out and interview Go to War? No, they didn't. So whatever. Because always remember, and this is for the for the people that troll it's, us. It's always easier. remember, Doctor West will pay house calls, <laughs> and you don't want me in your house because when I come in your house, I'm not going to knock. 
See, I, I appreciate you fans that are positive and actually. It's like, called a home invasion. <laughs> you actually like listening to us uh, babble and and go on tirades and and rant, you know, because we know you guys feel the same way about a lot of stuff. So we have an outlet to do it. You guys have an outlet to do it. You can talk to us about it on the page if you feel the need to. So, um, you know, it's what metal's all about. What horror is all about. It's for. A, it's not for everybody. You know, you talk to most people. Most people aren't watching horror movies on Halloween. Most people don't even give a shit about Halloween. You know, and uh, of course, I love Halloween, but it's. You know, I don't watch horror movies because it's Halloween season. You know, <coughs> we watch them all year round, but it's a matter of, um, and there the dude's just smoked out of his boots. Um, it just makes it all the better that's this time of year to fully indulge in stuff I already love. Because usually I'm watching other stuff. I throw horror movies in there every now and then, but this is the most horror movies I've watched. Like back to back to back to back because usually I take a break I'm not taking a break this month so um but you're always going to get your trolls and, and you know they're not the ones going out there doing what we do and that's why they're there to try to bend our spirits and uh just try to water us down but that's not going to happen you know did you drink Jack Daniels with a bad and a fucking venom? No, you didn't. So, you can sit there and complain all you want on your fucking computer chair with your fucking Dorito stains and, right. and playing and, your... <coughs> you can play your you can play your Call of Duty and listen to your fucking in, in your Red fucking, Fang records. But. Your, yeah, and you're wearing your fucking uh, your fucking subway uniform and you're pissed off because you hate yourself. I mean... What, yeah, you can, what you can also do instead of trolling yourself, or excuse me, trolling us is get your shit together. Hey, you can find something positive to do instead of yelling and calling people racist remarks on Call of Duty and you can go do something with your life instead of uh, purposely going on and listening to interviews just to make fun of us. But it's, you know, you can do that if you want. That's just more fuel for us to go be better at what we do and and give back even more to the people but that the, but give But the difference between what, what, they were sa- what he was saying, her, whoever it was, is... I am friends with goat whore. If you don't believe me, ask them. Feel free to ask them if you're ever, you know, troll enough to go down there and have the balls to actually talk to them, but they'll probably tell you to fuck off. <laughs> if oh. you say anything bad about me, because... I don't even think some of these people are fans of the band. I think they just find... They just troll they just stumble upon. Pages. They just stumble upon stupid. stuff, and then they're like, yeah, fuck you guys. It's like, goat whore doesn't care what you think. It's like, actually, they do. and They care about us. They... You know, told dude to fuck off because they were interrupting our interview, so they do care. Yeah. And you know, you what you really should do instead of trolling me is stay the fuck off of my shit because you're fucking jealous. Why don't you go pull your pud to your fucking, you know, to your fucking closet porn and fucking <laughs> leave me and Corey the fuck alone? You know, yeah. get a life. Is yeah. I guess what I'm trying to tell you. Just get a That's fucking fine. life. You're giving too much fuel to them. No. But- no, it's it's fine. You're. I appreciate you letting me do that. I want to get a little yeah. bit out on this, but you know, that's all right. You know, I do make house calls, <laughs> wearing a ski mask with a knife, so it's very sharp. <laughs> anyway, this movie's amazing, and Sammy's doing his thing, and I have to do my thing. So yeah, the doctor ain't, ain't nothing to fuck with, you know. No, Death Row Records. You don't. <laughs> don't mess with Pock and Sugar. You will yeah. answer to Sugar, which is me. <laughs> 
Uh, Sammy Kerr. seen all eyes on me, that Tupac movie. Uh, that's actually the story of Phantasm Podcast Records, and it's uh, Dr. West is Suge Knight, and I'm Tupac Shakur. And I'm not trying to say that I actually am Tupac, because that will never happen. But in the movie, it's funny to picture me as Tupac, and the doctor would definitely be Suge Knight, shoving mashed well, potatoes. I, I, had, to- I had told... Corey before he watched the film to look at it that way and apparently he wet himself when he watched it. It made that movie ten times funnier and, and, and cool because I was like that is Dr. West. It's like you like eating from my plate bitch huh? You like eating from this plate? <coughs> <coughs> you like eating off my plate? It's fucking funny. So go back and watch that movie if you guys are fans enough look to work. that car. Yeah, that's, that's, that's us on Friday the 13th. When I'm trying to be when I'm trying to be Jason, they just drive backwards to the exit. It's like that was the best. We we were playing last night. A friend of ours was like, "They're leaving in a car." I was like, "That's me leaving in a car." Oh yeah, that was Jason. Yeah, he was leaving in the car. No, it was it was me. I was driving, and Garrett was saying, "There's somebody leaving in the car," and I was just like, "That's me. Get in." Oh yeah. No, but another part last night it was like when I was Jason. <laughs> I was Jason Voorhees, and I was like. Uh, I was like, "There's like, is there people leaving in a car?" And you were like, "Yeah, they're already they're already fucking going. They're they're driving off." And then I was like, "Shit!" And I was like, "How many people are in that car?" And then Jason was like, "There's four. Because <laughs> he was yeah. Idiot. And then he he was like, "And one of them's me." And I was <laughs> like, "You little shit." I know he's lazy. It's like, yeah. you're killing me. He was like, "I was like, you're in the car." He's like, "Yep." And I couldn't I couldn't even get near him. But that was funny. It was a good time. We have fun. You know, we should do a live location shoot from this city. I think that would just be fucked up. I'm not familiar with that city. You know, it'd be I've cool. Of it, and of I've course, the, the Sean Clark thing might never come to pass, but that would be a cool thing to pitch to him. But um, I think you, me, and Wheelchair Fucker should just go up there for like a weekend. That'd be fucking cool as shit. Maybe Miss Gorkrice, I don't know if she'd be into it. Or if not, we should still do just a, a fucking bro down in the. In Wilmington and just It'd film some stuff. Yeah, maybe talk to the people that own the house. Be like, do you know where this? You know what was shot here, and is it cool if we film some stuff on? Well, your yeah, I want to. I wanted to say something to you and everybody. I don't care if they hear all this right now or not. I've got an idea. Um, Corey and I are going to be doing two exhumed interviews that are coming up. Oh, I'm so excited! But, but for I, those. you know what I'm thinking about doing? Well, I'm doing one of the exhumed interviews. Well, I'm doing one. I'm doing two. Yeah, you're doing one. But yeah. No, this is important, though. One of the ones, I'm not going to mention the location because it's, it's not necessary. You'll know what I'm talking about. We should go with them to the Evil Dead area and hang out. That's far, though. That's in, No, uh, it's not. It's in Johnson City. It's in Morristown. That's closer to here than Johnson City. It's in Johnson City. Morristown. I promise. There were two I know exactly where it is. No, I know. I've been there. What I'm saying, though, is there's two different spots there. Something was shot in Johnson City, because uh, I've been there. That I don't know. Morristown is where the uh, cabin is. Yes, it's true. The other stuff, I don't even know what else was filmed there. Maybe the interior? I don't know what that is, or what else. The Evil Dead? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. But See, the... We're there. We're going. We're we're going up from Florida. We're going to the Atlanta show and the Johnson City show. Um, the doctor's got family in both 
Atlanta and Tennessee. So, of course, I'm stationed in Tennessee. The doctor comes up here. We've never explained this. I'm sure there's a lot of confusion with this. And I tell people at conventions, but it's never on the air. But here's how we always make this shit work, and it's very difficult. I work a lot. The doctor works a lot. The doctor and I, when we record, he visits Tennessee quite frequently and Atlanta. So on his way up through Tennessee to Atlanta, he comes and sees me, we hang out, and we record. So when we have long gaps in between episodes, it's because we live in completely different area codes. Doctors in Florida, I'm in fucking Tennessee, so it's really hard to get us to do this every week and put up a product every single week and we're not getting paid. If the doctor is getting paid to drive up here from Florida or fly in from Florida every fucking weekend, then you know, we'd be getting more episodes out. We'd have a fucking website. We'd have fucking strap-on dildos for you guys to wear on your heads. You know, we'd have whatever. So, <clears throat> But that's why our schedule's so sporadic and we can't be like Metal Messiah Radio and be like, hey, Saturday at 8pm we have this episode up. It's like, I can't, I can't rely on a time and a day to put this stuff up. We just kind of have to play it by ear. And sometimes the doctor can't make it up to Tennessee. Sometimes he just goes straight through Atlanta. you know. Because usually he comes in, he stays at my house, and we record three or four episodes at a time, and then we put it out. And that's kind of how right. we've been doing it. So, Like tonight, we've recorded a couple episodes now. So that way, when if maybe he can't come back up through here, then at least we have all the material, and we can I can edit it, and I can put it up. So there's you a little uh, education on podcasting, phantasm style. That's kind of how we have to do it. So doctor's a busy guy. I'm a busy guy. <coughs> but hey, we make we collaborate. We make this work. Sometimes doctor and I have to do it through Skype. I mean, whatever, whatever yeah, it works. Whatever we do, you know. Usually the doctor has to fly up from Florida straight to Atlanta and I meet him there. I mean, me and wheelchair fucker drive up there to meet him. I mean, whatever. We'll pick him up at the damn airport and drive to the show. I mean, it's it's really... It's difficult. And you know... That's one thing I want to say to, to Wampa Faggot um, or a lot of these people that are critical of what we do. We put so much into this fucking podcast. And, you know, for some Star Wars nerd to come in and say that we don't know what we're doing and we don't need to be fanboying people. It's like, of course we're fanboys. He's coming all the way up from Florida to Atlanta to interview somebody for like 20 minutes. Yeah, you can call him a fan. I don't know what you're doing listening to us if you don't give a shit. You're obviously not a fan. You're a troll. We're fans. We go do this stuff for free. You know, uh, Do we get into shows uh, without paying... Yeah, a lot of times we do. But you know what? We pay a lot of money to get to the shows. We pay, we buy merch, we buy physical media. We support these bands. <clears throat> and we do it because we love them. We don't care. We don't want to get our dicks sucked by them. You know, we don't have any kind of self-gratification for doing this. We do it because we love it and we like talking to these guys and we're fans. We, we get as much out of it as you guys who are listening to it. Um so it's it's a special opportunity that we've worked really hard for to to get out of it ourselves and you know um, this is something we've been doing naturally as friends for years anyway we wait after shows for hours to meet bands just to talk to them for two seconds get our shit signed and fucking go home you know talk all night on the way home about how awesome the show was and how cool the guys were and look at all my stuff we got signed I mean we're fucking fans man you know 
it's addictive. You have to, you know. So to make it into an actual craft and an art form, and to be like, hey, let's take this a step further from just meeting these guys and talking to them to fucking pressing the record button and, and talking to them. It's the same fucking thing. You know? Well, and the difference between what we do and what everybody else does out there. And I'm not saying anything about the other stuff. I don't listen to other podcasts. And half the time I don't listen to what we record. I do it and that's it. And we put it away. It's like an right. vault. Unless you pick out something that you want to relive with me. Sure, sometimes we have fun with it. And we but listen to, what we, listen to how we sound. We sound dumb, you know. Um, the chemistry you have that we bounce off each other with everything. And when we do interviews and everything else, it's uh, second to none. Oh, and we got each other's it backs. Could never be, yeah, and it could never be... It can't be duplicated. You can have other people sit there and talk to anybody. I can I can go get any random person to talk to somebody. Sure. You know, as far as putting the content that we put with it, I think it's unique and it's original and it's and it's from the heart. And if people appreciate that, then that's fantastic. If they don't, then I don't know. Here we go. Oh, God damn it! Oh, that's it. I'm gonna back it up a little bit. He says That's what I'm saying. He was like, on the radio and shit. It's awesome. There you go. Um, but for any of you aspiring podcasters, buy a mic and if you have equipment, I, I run this off my fucking laptop right now. I got a big sexy on layaway right now that we're getting. We're gonna bump up the sound on here in the production. You did. It's gonna get better and better. So, but for right now, it's, it's like toys. just yeah, one of our little toys. Just get you a mic and, and plug it up and start fucking recording, man. Just Get inspired. Don't don't feel like what we do is above you. I mean, we're pretty up there. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna lie. It's it's we, we've worked hard. We didn't do this overnight either. So keep start recording and keep fucking working at it. I have a couple of friends now that just started podcasting. I've been telling them for over a year to start podcasting. I'm like, dude, you guys are funny. Start podcasting. It's fun. They're just now doing it. I'm so fucking proud of them. Cool. Uh, Terry Snow, Chase Dyer. Shout out to you and Bingy. You're my boys. Thanks, you guys. Your podcast is funny, you know. Wake up, sleepyheads. It's party time. Do you want to party? Oh, it's fucking awesome. So don't feel discouraged by listening to something we do or... Feel discouraged from me. There is no other Dr. West. Right, but don't try to be Dr. West or Corey Gore. No, be yourself. Yeah, do your do your own thing. There's nothing wrong. With but you that. should feel discouraged about Doctor West because yeah. Corey has to get me fresh out of the asylum in Florida, <laughs> and then back into the asylum in Florida, so I don't hurt anyone. But it's called the Can't Tell Me Nothing podcast. Those are my good friends. Cool. Thank you. You know, I'm not saying I have any credit in that, but I always said you guys should do a podcast. Keep you know, especially Bingy. I'm glad he's on the air. It's good stuff. So you guys, Kevin Yeager. Oh hell yeah. Makeup effects. The great Kevin Yeager. But it's cool you guys have a podcast. I think it's a growing market. I think it is, you know, a, a, a good thing. Because really anybody can do it, but not everybody can do it right. That's what I'm saying. That I've had too many people, podcasts that I've never even listened to, say that what we were doing is unique. So. Yeah, and I appreciate that. People telling us I want positive feedback, but like I said, Garrett and Jason are wanting to start one. I'm like, yeah, we'll yeah, help it's cool. You. We'll help you. It's cool, but but what? I don't care what anybody does. I what I'm, and they want to do it. That's great. My my thing is is I'm feel so good about what you and I have. Yeah, it can't be duplicated. No, you can go try to do it. 
but you don't have our humor, our wit, or our guess. Right. That's something you have to work on. And then I go back to the morgue, and and that's it. That's something you have to work on, and you have to want to do. And we've always wanted to do this stuff, and it's just cool. So, yeah, we put a lot of work into this, and you got to put this song at the end of the thing. Just to get the doctor to be here and do this, it's cool. So, um, yeah, I'm just watching horror movies hanging out. I am socially an avatar. A little bit. You don't do that when we're working, though. You're completely different. I'm, I am different. I'm like that's a completely channel different. the doctor and I'm coming this stuff. Different. I am. Yeah, that's good though. Nobody would really like me. Uh. I don't think I'll take it that way, but well, no, it's cool. I mean, I'm my own thing. This is me being what I should be, doing what I do. That's know? what you are. Mm-hmm. You just embrace it when you need to. Here's there's an extra scene in here coming up. It's uh, another Aussie clip, which is fucking hilarious. You've got to put this one into the thing. Oh, I will. I'm not tear it down so shit. <sighs> Eddie Clark. It's a lot of only child stuff on here too. I have all that stuff. I have that Houdini rap on too. Mm-hmm. Almost done here. Music score copyright 1986. De Laurentiis Entertainment Group. Yeah, filming on location in Wilmington, North Carolina. Look at that Jimmy the Armored St. Christopher K Mac. Awesome. <laughs> Pepsi Cola, Perrier, Adidas, Beastie Rich Guitars, Telemedia Group. Nasty. By the way, the man that directed this is in The Untouchables. He's one of the policemen. Oh, that's, awesome. that's awesome. The director. Here's some more Ozzy. If it's on this German part, it should be. This could kick you off into becoming an absolute pervert. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Um, wow. This, uh, the Blu-ray actually looks like it's taken it from film stock. It's the NSM. It looks good, though. The menu's really nice, too. Um, amazing film. Nothing, nothing more really to say about it. It's just classic uh, Halloween heavy metal movie. One of it, one of a kind, really. There's nothing more heavy metal than this film. Even the heavy metal movie itself. This is just. I awesome. want a fright rags tea of that. I think they made one. Pretty sure they did. Are you kidding me? Pretty sure they made one like that. They need to remake one and do another one. Uh, Friday thirteenth. You know what I want? This is going to sound. Let's look, look at this for a second. I want literally an artist for us to do a Doctor West of me in that without the guitar. I'm just going. Oh yeah, that'd be nasty. You like? No. Yeah, it's awesome. Um. So yeah, the trick or treat's the shit. If it's not in your Halloween wheelhouse, then put it in there. Put that Fastway soundtrack in your music list. Get it fucking done. Just the pumpkin. Yeah, it's awesome. It's just perfect. And uh, even if it's just down to the fact that you're a Kiss fan, you need it, or an Aussie fan, just fucking get this movie. Whether, no matter what form it's in, get the German boot. Just or the, the this this version. You know, look it up. There, you got to do some research if you don't want the German boot because it looks like shit. This one looks pretty damn good, and this is the I think the most official release they have. 
Um, but yeah, awesome movie. Fucking rules. Uh, hopefully you guys watched it with us and listened to this whole thing. If not, without further ado, we have our interview with Ben and Sammy of Goat Horror, uh, recorded on site at the Masquerade in downtown Atlanta, Georgia, uh, during their recent stint with uh, Venom Inc. and uh, Toxic Holocaust. We had a killer time talking to them. Uh, they're promoting their newest record, Vengeful Ascension. It's out on Metal Blade Records right now. By the now. tour edition, it's got two discs. You, if you can still find that fucking they've got that, it with uh, them spell tour. book, they've got it with them on tour. If, if you, if yeah, I don't know if you can still buy it online, but if you, you can, can get it with, from them, they're about to do a tour with uh, thirteen forty nine. A brief, brief stint with them. Thing, get it there. And uh, you can catch them at Ozfest Notfest also, and they're going to be on the Notfest portion this year. I think last year they were on the Ozfest portion, so. That's weird. Um, European fans be on the lookout for them. They're coming to your neck of the woods as well. Uh, they got. They said in the interview they got another U.S. tour they'd like to do planned uh, sometime in the winter or in the springtime, something like that. They also revealed they have a new EP coming out, like a it's new just track. A just a track. Well, it's there a was a song, song and a cover, so they got a couple. Oh, things. that's right. That's right. Yep. They got a couple things coming out for you, and they're gonna have a video of it and everything. So. Surprised we waited all the way till now to talk about that, but um, yeah, listen, hear it in the interview. Listen to the interview, dig it, love it. Happy fucking Halloween from us at Fantastic. Happy Halloween. Um, trick or treat. Troll us though. I'm gonna come to your goddamn house with a knife. Trick or treat or die at our feet. <laughs> and uh, from us, the doctor and Sammy Kerr. An axe at your house if you troll our podcast. Stay fucking gory. Dr. Vincent West, Phantasm Podcaster with Corey Gorkreis, with my favorite band, Goat Whore. And this is interview number two. Yeah, outside. Back outside by the masquerade, the new masquerade, and this beautiful fucking cement complex. Got Ben and Sammy, it's fucking awesome. We have the Butcher Babies part right next to us in a bus. That's insane. I mean, you guys got the picture of us at Butcher Babies. Oh, yeah, we got Sammy with them. He's, you know, the titty babies. I'm I'm hanging out with the. Yeah. The local yeah. celebrities. Yeah. yeah. Local. Yeah. Well, they're from uh, LA. Yeah. They're local right now. I have no oh, okay. Probably, okay. I would guess LA or San Diego or something. All right. Sorry. I was, I was consuming <laughs> something else. All right. What are we talking about? <laughs> Let's well. talk about uh, how the tour has been going of Venom Inc. It seems to be an awesome thing. Fantastic. Yes. Of yeah. course. It's been moving great, man. We do. We're almost at the end. We have like two more shows left. You guys smell great. Well, we have more than two more we shows. We definitely left. smelled a lot worse a couple <laughs> yeah. of days ago. Yeah, yeah, us. yeah. We kind of hit home, and when you hit home, you can kind of clear everything out. Yeah, sweater. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me, it was it, it was pretty it was pretty bad. 
yeah. before we hit the showers a couple of days ago. <laughs> but the scent it's proves like it's, how good the shoes are. Exactly. Were. Damn right. Exactly. Yeah. I should be smelling. If we didn't smell this. It's all right, man. You live here. Yeah. We don't expect that. Unless, <laughs> oh no, we came from Florida. We just came from Florida too. Miami. We were in Miami and Tampa and it's Orlando, working, so. and it was just folks up here. So it's yeah, it was hot every day. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like New Orleans, man. Sort no, of. Not no. even close. <laughs> Sammy's like, nope. Not even close. Wrong. <laughs> Have you guys played with Venom before? Share the stage. With we yeah. actually okay. We played with the Chronos Venom before. Right. And now so now it's like full circle. Yeah. We've done like, we're kind of played with the entirety of the original Venom, but sure. just in separate tours. Right. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty yeah, yeah. I thought they were great. Yeah, they're the great. Fantastic. Fucking nasty, man. Absolutely. Holy shit. Super good we'll guys. My young balls dropped a little bit more today. <laughs> Try to get them all in, man. You see the King Diamonds, the Goat Horse. You gotta, you gotta get it. Gotta get you're lucky. Enemy. You know what? You're lucky to be able to do that. I agree. Too. Yeah. And to do this with you guys, it's it's awesome. Yeah. I can get to do it the last time. It's just me. Yeah. I agree. I was man. bummed. Good work, man. Gotta do my usual day job bullshit. But you know what, though? I thought like we we played here once before mm-hmm. with Crowbar. Yes. Yes. I was, here. I was yes. Uh, last December. I, yeah. I thought they were saying that they were going to move it to a different place, but I guess they just kind of just and they said, kept it fuck it. The place is fantastic. So cool. I mean, I like it. Yeah. If you ever go I mean, to look, we get to park right here and just yeah. go fucking boom, the fuck and then that's it. It's done. I like the old masquerade, though. They did the, the crane loading. Oh, yeah, kind of, that's yeah. always yeah. a scary That's always yeah. a scary moment <laughs> when your equipment's going up on a crane by one fucking cable. From the 1800s. And the thing's like teetering. It's like, I'm going to fall off of this thing. Is my whole li- is my whole life going to fall off of this thing? <laughs> Everything that I've worked so hard for to fall, but to the we've done it for so many yes. years and yeah. it never failed. That's true. I guess we're one of the lucky ones. <laughs> now, uh, last time we talked to you guys, Vengeful Ascension was just now coming out. Uh, now that it's out, uh, the reception you guys have been getting, I, I fucking love the records. I do too. It's awesome. great. Yeah, it's awesome. really good. You know what? And we're kind of doing like. We have six songs from it in the set, so it's a little different. Like in the past, we never threw so many songs right out front like that. It's a great record, and it's it's cool. I mean, a lot of people definitely when you're playing, a lot of people are just like, "What what the fuck is going on? What's going on?" But I'm gonna take this in (laughs) for a little while. So sure, it's definitely kind of like a. You know, here you go. Sort it out. I love the production. We were talking about that last time. You were like, it's going to be different. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a lot more raw. But it's great. It's a lot it's more. So it's good. a lot more like us. Yeah. Rather than not to take anything away against Mr. Rutan or anything like that, because he did a fantastic job with us. But it's more of what we sound like in a room, it is. rather than. How can I say this without, without pissing Eric off? <laughs> It's not so separated. It's not so right. like surgical in the production. Right. To where I'm not talking bad about Eric at all. Sure, yeah. No, he yeah. did a great job with us, and we probably will work with him again in the future. But this is more of uh, it's more like I said. It's more of us. Gritty. It's gritty. It's definitely more it gritty. Is. Definitely I mean, more it's, dirty. It captures your live just, sound. I think. I think we just wanted there was more aspects of like what we wanted to pull from a. Uh, 
I mean, we'll never duplicate what we are live, no, ever, no. on recording. That's like an But it sounded close to it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think that was the thing, like, Jared does sound for us, and so he's familiar with the tones that come out the PA. And then he can apply that in Zach. a studio set. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so... Dude, he's got the best picture ever. Check that out. But anyway, you're not playing the Earl either, Zach. I don't think he cares right now. Just let him believe. He's still playing. But no, the record. You were like, it's like a surprise. It was. I love it though. And I bought the deluxe one, so I got the extra goodies and the, oh, all the extra tracks and all yeah, that. Yeah, man, fun stuff. I, it's so cool that you did that. I think it's really gotta cool. get the total package. Yeah. Live cuts and stuff. I, I like the total package. But he did a good job with it. I, I mean, I, I really like it. Yeah, and the songs are they come out fantastic. Of course. It's nasty. <clears throat> and what songs you play? You said six of them live. So what's the ones you really like playing? That you Wait, what? In six. Which ones do we like? Play? Well, we like you I know. Mean, all ones, of them are really fucking cool. I yeah, mean, we're gonna play yeah. a bunch of them, but yeah. we decide like, okay, so we did we do Vanful Ascension, which oh, yeah. came out, and then sure. Chaos Arcane. But, yeah. but then we do. Uh, we do the singles this We do uh, Under the Flesh into the Soul. Grounding Green Rebirth. Grounding Green Rebirth. Mankind will have no mercy. Yeah. So we just kind of like. It's hard to pinpoint. What we face. like yet because they're yeah. so fucking hard to play. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you gotta get in a room and you're jamming and you're like, all right, well, yeah. this is fucking yeah. work out. Instead of getting right. on stage, it's like, god damn, this shit is hard as fuck to fucking play. <laughs> when you trying to act like you're having fun on stage. Sometimes we painted ourselves into a corner. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. With blood. But it's, I mean, I really like it. I thought it was cool you put out a thing with extra tracks, too, because I always wanted some nice yeah. stuff. So. Oh, you know what else, too? Really cool? Exactly. I mean, I'm not going to reveal too much, but we do have another song that's going to come out later this year through a certain situation. Nice. But I'm not going to reveal too much. I can't reveal too much. Actually, it was... Um, <laughs> it was, well... It, it was an artichoke chatter cover. <laughs> and if you don't know what artichoke chatter is, I can't tell you what it is. Okay. But yeah, it's related to Ritual Killer in a certain way. Yeah. With art, or the artichoke chatter stuff. Right. But let's not talk about that. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, Sam, but yes, but later this year. There'll be an unveiling of another mysterious tune. Ah, okay. Be on the lookout, listeners, for that. Good. Holy shit. There you go. Yeah, we're good. Sammy, we talked about this kind of off-air like a while back, but I wanted to talk about it on the podcast so people haven't really seen it. You did a film called Gorgasm. Yes, I was in two Gorgasm movies, actually. Where it's like a movie star, bro. Like don't you know face killer? I was, oh. in, I was in two cockface killer movies, yes. How do you think we'd drive around this elaborate van and trailer, dude? With butcher babies. <laughs> he said it, I didn't. You should totally take a picture of him next time with a cockface killer. I wish he was here. He would probably have strangled him. Because <laughs> a cockface killer is not a great movie. I don't they, even know they, how the fuck I saw to fuck around with. But uh, if you guys haven't seen it, just find Gorgasm. It's it's, it's, a, like a, it's a trilogy, yes. Yeah. 
That's good stuff. I was going to ask you, we interviewed Phil Anselmo, and he was telling us about the Greasy Strangler. Have you seen this film? Yes, I, I know what the Greasy Strangler is. Did you like it? Uh, it was. It definitely made me feel uncomfortable. It did me too. <laughs> it definitely made me feel Old uncomfortable. Old Man Pecker and... Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty strange All movie. Yeah. But I think, was, the, I think the, the Cockface Killer movies has that beat, <laughs> definitely, as far as like making you feel uncomfortable. The Cockface Killer movies definitely has that beat. Okay. But the Greasy Strangler shit is it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. But it's, kind of as far shit. as the Gorgasm Cockface Killer trilogy, <laughs> will definitely make you uh, think twice about certain people you hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> Here's to a Blu-ray release of Orgasm Trilogy. Maybe we'll see that one day. So, you're going to be doing the tour run up to Ozfest, Notfest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing like 1349 and Tombs do Ozfest, but we do Notfest. Okay. We're together. We're going to do some dates out to there. Awesome. We saw with them in Memphis. Some people think we saw with them in Atlanta, but it's Memphis. It's Memphis. Yeah. Fuck. And then some of those, it's with Creator? Yes. Yeah, yeah, actually three of the shows were with Creator. That was something else. killer, man. I know, like, Austin, El Paso, and Farmington, New Mexico, or Creator, 1349 Us, and... Have you all played with the Creator guys before? We have in the past, yes. Yeah. And we know Miller and everything, and he's, like... The last time we saw them and they were, I would accept, you know, Mill was like, you know, oh, we should man. tour again, we should do some shit, you know, so. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Yes, he is. Big Star Trek fan. Yeah, he's a Now, those will be good shows. Yeah, no, those shows will be fucking crazy, man. Now, the Ozfest, Notfest, other, you guys are doing the, the Notfest part of it. The, there's a lot of different types of bands on the bill. Do you guys like doing that? It's kind of like, kind of like a festival in Europe, but not as cool, maybe, or as cool, or is it as cool? I mean, it's festivals in Europe are a lot different. You know what I'm saying? It's right. Different. There's a lot more like brutal, fucking crazy shit in festivals in Europe. Right. Sure. Like when you do like brutal assault and shit like that, or party sand, you know. Right. It's, it's not like doing. I mean. They have a different caliber of shit there than sure, yeah. how it's sure. in the U.S. And people perceive and are into things differently in Europe than they are in the right. U.S. So it's a lot. Di- I remember we did when we did we did Ozfest last year, right. right? And there was some guys. I think they were involved with Summer Breeze, and they came awesome. to see. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, we want to see how this runs here, sure. you know? And but it's just. I'm sure they probably witnessed it and they're like, wow, there was a lot of strange bands that we, you know, we would probably never do. <laughs> yeah. right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's it's different. But all those festivals are different in Europe. Every one of them has a different kind of thing going on. So from Hellfest to Summer Breeze to sure. Party Sand to Metal Camp to all, all that shit is right. a lot of variation. So. I mean, it... It looks like there's some cool bands on that for both of the non-fed and non-fed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they definitely <laughs> stepped up a good bit, you know, and added some fucking unique stuff on the earlier part of the day, you know, yep. on, the, on the odd stages. So it's cool that they've kind of went into that terrain a little more. I think I would love to see you guys with Creator. I would shit. That'd be fucking sick. Oh, yeah, man. This would yeah, be fucking cool. That'd be fantastic. Stuff. Yeah. This was a damn good one. I see you guys have been on that one. Oh, yeah. This seemed show. made perfect sense. I haven't been to a show since last time I saw Creator, so it was like six months, you know. Yeah. Uh, so this is definitely a good one to come back on the road and, and do this shit. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's so many awesome. shows coming. You know, so many. I think nowadays, too, it's like. I, I, 
we have people that say, you know, when are you going to do a headline tour? But I don't think it's just us singly going out. Like, if we go out and do a Fuck headline off. tour again, we need to have, like, bands that are, like, that have, like, some kind of interest for people. Because people people want a bunch of shit now. They don't right. want just, oh, one thing. So, sure. You know, we were talking about things like we're really big Valentine fans, and we're like, oh, yeah. we'd love to have Valentine part of like a headline oh, sure. run and shit like that. You know, so there's these like back when we did that headline run, they had like Black Breath and Ringworm and yeah, Deary. Yeah, that, that was really Earl, unique. Actually. You know, yeah. it was a lot of bands that like people had interest in. Like, sure, and that's the thing you have to offer to people now because you can't just be like, oh, well, Goldmore's going to do this. It's just like <laughs> people want to see more stuff. Right, you know? sure, they want to see a, a bunch of good things going on. That's that right. Well, this was a killer package. Yeah, yeah and agree. that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, like, that makes it, sense. It, has to be yeah. planned, it has to be planned the correct way. Definitely. Definitely. Because there's so much, the thing is, there's so much shit going on out there, you know, and, and people have only so much money, and, you know, you have to give them something really fucking good to fucking put their teeth into. It's important nowadays. Sure. Yeah. You know. uh, <laughs> what, what do you guys have planned if you can talk about tours maybe later, maybe into next year? It's everything's kind of in the yeah, works right everything's now. Working around, we have plans, but it's all getting kind of put together. You'll you know, be out so. there, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys. We definitely we want we, we have some we plans for North America, but we have plans for Australia, Europe, nice. you know, things like that, and then some stuff later next year, you know, things oh, yeah. like that. So everything's totally in the works. Everything's oh, just got to get put in place. So. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. It's always out. I've seen you guys now more than just about anybody. I always go see you guys every time you tour, so I try to catch every tour that I can. Yeah, so. yeah, of course. You guys always bring killer bands with you, or you're on tour with killer bands. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's always. Uh, Who do we expect really nice. us to go out with? Yeah, exactly. Don't you know? You know so <laughs> <laughs> Sammy might like us. I so highly bit. doubt that. <laughs> Now they play stuff like they do like that not that stuff that they sometimes so maybe kind of I mean I guess I'm around I don't follow a lot of weird things you know so I mean well I follow some weird things but <laughs> not that weird stuff yeah I don't think I don't think I follow that, some I weird I, things but I don't, I don't know if I follow mainstream I don't things. think our fans or their fans would appreciate that at all that level of weird <laughs> we're pretty weird but it's not that weird the wrong duet <laughs> Definitely say that <laughs> in two ways. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, but no, yeah, we're we're working on things though. So. Yes. Yeah. There's there's ideas and the wheels are going and we're trying to place everything for 2018. And a special track that's a mystery. So yes, that's, that's going to be out there for later this year. Mystery cool. track. And a certain yeah. mystery band cover from <laughs> that fucking band. Well, yeah. Or to check chatter. MK Ultra. <laughs> there we go, right there. So yeah, awesome. There's things. We got things in the works. It's good. Everything's getting behind the scenes. Well, there's one band that I always promote all over our podcast. It's Goat Horse. So awesome. It's always fun to catch up with you guys. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you'd remember me. I mean, dude, Doctor we did, Vincent West. We did an interview. We did. Like we did two hours long. Yeah, we did a good interview. Yeah. Pretty goddamn long. I've got to. Ch- we well, had to cut it off. It was like. Two hours and kept yeah. going, and it's like, well, we have to pack this. We you with a really long drive. Yeah, it was a great. You went through the history of the band. It was awesome. I love it. Yeah. It was a great interview. Yeah, but we can't thank you guys enough for doing this with us again. And, Why don't uh, you know? Yeah, no problem. Chance to the fucking in anytime. 
you know, anytime we can, we'll be out here. More. Yeah. Hell yeah. But See you again. We'll do it again if it's cool. Yeah. Just catch Absolutely. up with Goat Warrior. Catch up with my favorite band. A new history of the band, like, later. Yeah. yeah. Second. It's the drunken history of Goat War. He has a poodle. <laughs> Check it out. Oh, it's my the, the guitar player for Butcher Berries has a poodle. <laughs> and probably a dog. Oh, well, you sure it's a dog? Yeah, so uh, I know what he looks like. <laughs> he has a fucking poodle on tour. <laughs> I mean, maybe, you know, it's like, you know, some people need little animals around to keep them yeah, cool. Yeah, you know? it's like an anxiety. A fucking poodle. <laughs> You know, there's true. Okay, I mean, know, the same like, yeah. like a pit people bull, need a, fly, a pit bull, like, a pit bull or a Doberman or something like that, a right wallow. I think yeah. you should have a fucking Jurassic chicken. <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a lot tougher than that fucking pool. A, gir- yeah. a Jurassic chicken. <laughs> That's, That's pretty awesome. I'm serious. Pick it up. Man. Pick it up. Look, pick the sound up. Poodle's fucking freaking out. Guys, we're going to have to stop this. I'm going to have to go interview the Poodle. Okay, so. <laughs> Sorry. I think, I think the Poodle the has some interesting things to say. <laughs> Probably. Yes, of course. I'd rather talk to you. There's no doubt about it. Dude. All right, last words. A fucking Poodle. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ben from Goat Whore. This is Sammy from Goat Whore. And you listen to the Phantasm Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so fucking much. Coming soon from Phantasm. They wanted to see something different, but something different saw them first. The hills have eyes. Mister, don't take your family back in that area. The silver has been gone for 40 years now. There's nothing back in there but animals. A lot. The old creep told you not to get off the road. 
What began as a vacation ended as a nightmare. Be hell to pay now. How was that? She thought she knew what the world was all about, but nothing prepared her for this. The hills have eyes. Oh, you go with my baby. Yeah, that way, Dick. A mother fighting for her child loses it in the worst possible way. I hit him with a tighter iron and I split his face wide open. That was a bad mistake. I come back for you later, girly. Why are you doing this? The story of an American family who lost everything except the will to survive. Murdered, raped, burned, but not beaten. The hills have eyes. The story of one family's refusal to die. I'm gonna get those animals. The hills have eyes. A night of terror. A day of vengeance where no one was spared. No one. Kill the babes! Kill me! They fought back. Anything was a weapon. The family dog to the family car. It's working! The Hills Have Eyes. The most shocking, terrifying film you will ever see by Wes Craven, writer and director of The Last House on the Left. The Hills Have Eyes. The lucky ones died first. Beneath the city of New York are living catacombs, an endless maze of subterranean tunnels, unfit for anything human. Unauthorized for anything experimental. Hold it! There's something moving up ahead in the tunnel! And unlikely to bring anyone down there. So... <laughs> they're coming up. Chud. Chud. Check your basement and your bathroom. Keep off the street and try to hide. But remember, the dark is their place. The night is their time. And tomorrow, the only things living in the city of New York will be Chud. Chud. Cannibalistic. Humanoid. Under... Hello, fellow food lovers. I'm Phil Mignon, world-famous gourmet. In my travels, I've sampled some of the most exquisite foods the world has to offer. And that's why they've asked me to tell you all about a charming new eatery located right downtown. As uh, you can see, the atmosphere is lovely. <laughs> But, of course, the 
uh, finest attribute of this quaint cafe is the marvelous cuisine. <laughs> By the way, what is a special ingredient in the Tuesday surprise? Well, if I told you that, it wouldn't be a surprise anymore, would it? They're um, <clears throat> mouth-watering specialties. <laughs> we'll have you, as they say, licking your lips. Uh, only the freshest natural ingredients are selected. The first ingredients we need are two stomachs from a couple of trams. For use in their carefully guarded <clears throat> recipes. I'd give my right arm for that secret recipe. <laughs> Uh, yes, the chef puts a bit of himself into every succulent dish. Oh, and he's always pleased to serve you to your friend. Uh, sh shouldn't that be serve you and your friends? Uh, no. Uh, your gracious hostess will direct you to your table. Where you will dine as if there's no tomorrow. So, breeze on down and don't let anything stand in your way. Oh, uh, this Epicurean haven is called Blood Diner. You got that right, homo. So, this is Phil Mignon. Ah, saying, bon appetit. Oh, mommy. The Blood Diner. First they greet you, then they eat you. No one under 17 admitted. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Knock, knock. Versus. The Predator. Predator, rated R. The Battle of the Century starts Friday, June 12. 100,000 years ago, it came to our galaxy. Trapped in the wasteland of Antarctica, it could not escape. Now, it is free to become one of us. John Carpenter's The Thing, rated R. 100,000 years ago, it came to our galaxy. Trapped in the wasteland of Antarctica, it could not escape. Now, it is free to become one of us. John Carpenter's The Thing, rated R.